In a world, there was one podcast that had it all. Great friends, solid competition, and a shitload of guys who thought they knew more about sports than they really do. Of course, I'm talking about the Points Matter Fantasy Podcast. So who do we have? Adam, who has 11 career titles and literally won't stop talking about it. We get it, Adam. Now shut it. The gang is coming for the ship this year. Oh, and Chris, who is the master of analysis, but emphasis on the anal. Sorry, Adam made me say that. And Doug, who the guy who loses every year, but will say, it's only money, right? Sure, and your self-esteem. Oh, and Rob, who has a love-hate relationship with his team. Right now, he hates that he loves it. Ellis, who is the kind of guy who's always proposing trades. Come on, Ellis, nobody wants Gus Edwards. We all know he's out for the season. Rich, who definitely hires a consultant to manage his team for him. Maybe this is the year that you do it yourself. Maybe not. Oh, and Bilby, who is usually in the mix, but poor guy never seems to win one. And lastly, Coop, who will lean on Derrick Henry to do just about everything for him, including swoon all the women in his life. Coop, you gotta do some things for yourself this year. Well, that's the squad. Good luck to you all. You're gonna need it. Wednesday, December 15, welcoming you to episode 15 of the Points Matter Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host and regular season champion, Adam Landa. Championship. Joining me 177 miles to the south, Chris Pfeiffer. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I mean, regular season champion, Doug's going to have a field day with that because it just sounds so stupid. Like, uh, (laughs) You know, I've always been on board with you. This will actually be one topic that we can get into if we want to now. Well, we'll Let's get into do it, in a it. While. yes. Anyway, I'm doing good. I've moved beyond last week. This week was a good week. I locked up second place. What happened and, uh, the week before that was bad? Yeah, the week, the week before, we just got to throw that out the window. Oh, okay, cool. Just checking. I want to make sure. Nothing to see okay. here. Move along. Okay. They do say 
I'm not predicting anything in the future, but they say it's really hard to beat the same team three times in one season. So uh, if you want to put that to the test, I'm, I'm, I'm game. You're not going to make it that far anyway, so it's not going <laughs> to right. You're right. <laughs> Silly me. What a, what a fucking idiot. I'm definitely <laughs> going to be out this week. And I don't say that with any sarcasm whatsoever. I'm like, I'm enjoying the regular season championship because of the fact that I know, like, I'm going to get done dirty here, um, you know, either this week or or maybe next at the, at the latest, right? I'll make it feel really good for you, hon. We can all hope. Let's all hope. For Christ's Let sake, it. please, God. Please. Please be done. Um, so how was uh we haven't really talked about the games last weekend? What what did you do for the games? So I, I was trying to brainstorm today. I remember, like it's a blur. I don't know why. I don't think I did anything. It was nothing exciting. We had a really busy Saturday, you know, went to went to a little Home Depot, uh, you know. A little bit bath and beyond. Quite quite a day, really. Uh no, actually, yeah. <laughs> well, um, actually pretty nice little Saturday. We're uh, we're gonna go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper, maybe get some flooring, stuff like that. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> Insert a little... Uh, oh, clips that? galore coming in Old here. school, right? Enough. That's old yeah. school, I think. Oh, um, exactly. That's like the perfect setup. Yeah, old yeah it was a idea. good day. Uh, so Saturday was a busy day, but it was lucky because nothing going on on Sunday. So I was just kind of around the house getting stuff done, but had football nice. on all day watching it and uh it didn't look good for a long time during the day after uh um you know it looked like ellis and ryan were gonna win which what they did yeah but i was just lucky enough that they both finished bottom four so it it just worked out really well you know it was the weirdest sunday morning i can remember i had um i had cook on uh thursday so i had nine guys to go and usually, you know, you get a bunch of guys in the morning and maybe in the afternoon, there's weeks where you only have like one or maybe there's even a week you got nobody in the morning. And with all the games this week in the morning, the only guy I had going was Justin Tucker. Like literally <laughs> the rest of my team was all af- like most mostly in the afternoon, like concentrated around three games. I think I had like seven, seven guys going to three games. How weird. They were all kind of clustered like that. So, okay. but it was so weird because I was so bored during the morning games. Obviously I had guys for other leagues, but you know, this is my, it's like, this is the league I primarily focus on. And then everything else is kind of secondary. Um, and yeah, just nothing. I was <laughs> like, holy crap. You know, it, it didn't, I didn't care because, you know, I knew everyone was going to build up a lead and I would come back. And then obviously the, the afternoon was, was kind of a blow up, but it was, it was really weird. I did not like that at all. Like I was kind of searching, like, who can I play in the morning that just so I can have some action, like I need the juice, you know, and there was, there was nothing. Yeah, that, that's a weird setup too. And um, I always feel like like you want you want most of your guys going in the morning because I always like try to watch the morning pretty close and then kind of yeah. just work, you know, do other stuff in the afternoon while I kind of have it on in the background or something. So that, that, that but you're lucky because the morning games were kind of ragged and there wasn't yeah. a whole lot going on. Like I felt like the morning games were shit and then the afternoon games were really good. So I don't know, maybe I'm the same way. Like I try to be kind of locked down in my room upstairs with, with, uh, the room I got a bunch of TVs and try to watch the morning games. And then inevitably like Gina will go out and do errands or something in the afternoon. And then I'll come and watch downstairs and like watch the kids and whatever. And then you're down to one TV. And, but usually in the afternoon, like who cares? Cause it's like three yeah. games and most everything, you kind of know where you stand, but this week was totally different. I was like, I'm going to try to stay upstairs as long as I can. And I made it to <laughs> like, till like halftime of the afternoon games before I had to go down. And by that time, my team was kind of crushing. So 
it didn't so much matter at that point but yeah it was it was weird i i did not like that at all like it's like it's weird i i like a nice balance between like ideally nobody in thursday i don't want any part of thursday and then if i could have like you know five guys in the morning three guys in the afternoon like two guys in the night games like that would be perfect right yeah it's so weird like having thursday game like it's fun to have thursday night football some people complain about thursday night football yeah but i enjoy it but i I, i'm the same way i don't want players not i don't want anything like messing with my mojo on thursday like you know great if it's a guy who blows up like cook or you feel great but man if you if you get blown up again if you're going against cook or you something goes wrong on thursday like that just ruins like four days of your, of your life. It's a long couple days until they, and the thing is like, we overreact because it's what they call an Island game where it's like, you know, and the only thing on. Right. So it's like, you know, I mean, cook like, like this last week cook went for 34 on, on Thursday. Right. And that's kind of an aberration, but let's say like somebody went for 25, like that's a big game. Right. But 25 kind of gets lost in the shuffle amongst other stuff on a Sunday, like 25 on a Thursday, like that stands out. Everybody's focused on it. And so, yeah, it feels kind of more important than it is. I've, I used to get, I, I think I talked about this before. I used to totally overreact to Thursday games and I get all worked up and like, damn, I'm, I'm screwed. I'm done. You know, uh, and then you realize like oftentimes he just goes one way or the other on Sunday anyway. It doesn't even matter really. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, yeah, that, that was, so, so a whole lot of talk about uh, Sunday and Thursday. We, we probably bored our audience to death. So yeah, you guys, uh, let's are get you guys into there? It. Hello. Anybody what? there? What? This thing on? Are you there? Yeah. Sorry. I, I tapped the mic to see if, if this thing was on. I was, I was just joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bad you over sorry. That went way over my head. We have a lot of fucking outtakes. Uh, I, you guys are welcome in advance for this. Okay. <laughs> and I'm uh, a little background. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's in the outtake or if it's in the, here in the episode. But Adam has been had some drinks at dinner. He's still oh, having yeah. some drinks. We're finally gonna get our drinks. Oh, chicken, chicken, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I guess we should talk about kind of like the current setup. Yeah. This is our first. Uh, podcast on the road we've had a nice home schedule throughout the year we've been i think you did one other from a hotel i feel like you did oh yeah you're right yeah yeah. i i take it back i did one from irvine yeah yeah you're right so this is my first one outside of you know uh orange county and so i'm i'm up in santa barbara right now i went to uh i go had to go to la yesterday and talk about like of all and no one cares about work and my drive and whatever you know but bear with me um of all the days have to drive to la like how shitty was yesterday right like it just rained there were times oh my on, god that's right oh my god, there were times where like i swear to god i couldn't see like 30 feet in front of my in front of my face there were people like at this one point like just north like kind of around camp pendleton all the cars in front of me they all had their hazards on and i was wow. like oh is there something what like what's happening is there like an accident or is there a cop or something and and but it was just because like you couldn't see shit right so everybody had their hazards on i mean it was it was a miserable drive. So that was, uh, that, that kind of sucked. But then driving to Santa Barbara today, I mean, you know, obviously you, you spent a lot of time here. I mean, this place is awesome. I love, I love Santa Barbara. Yeah. So that, that I got three things to say. I'm sorry, guys. This is going to be a long episode. Okay. Get it. Let's go. This I just a had a great, a great dinner down on State Street. So let's talk about oh, it. Oh, my God. I love yes. State Street. Okay. So first thing, let's talk about Santa Barbara. I mean, that's like, one of my favorite places on earth. Thank God my lovely wife went to Santa Barbara and, and I followed, you know, yes. tailed, tailed along with her. Go Gauchos. Who was the who was the Poway Center? Was it Kyle Milling or something like that? 
Like he played at Santa Barbara for. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was my year. I think he or maybe a year before me. But he was like, I think he went to Oregon and then he transferred to UCSB for a couple of years. But yeah, go Gauchos. This this uh, this place is, is it, it's great. It's yeah. awesome, man. It was so much fun. I, I, and we love going back. We try to get back like every couple of years. We love it there. And the the player I'm remembering is Glenn Rice. Remember Glenn Rice went there. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice was great. Yeah, him. he was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, love Santa Barbara. State Street is awesome. So much fun. Oh, so many fun gosh. things to do there. Um, man, I'm jealous. That's a great. Place I mean, to I hadn't go. I hadn't been on State Street in a long time. Like the last time I've been here was like right around the time like Gina and I first started dating. This is actually like the first trip we went was to Santa Barbara. And um, I don't think I've really been back since because, I mean, I cover this area, but there's such little, there's such little um, like good corporate targets here. So like tomorrow I'm going to meet with a company called Decker's Brands and they own like UGG and a bunch of like kind of outdoor brands. But besides them, there's, you know, there's like a healthcare and like three other companies that matter. So there's like not a lot of, uh, you know, it's not a big like bubbling corporate, you know, Mecca, but I'm like, man, I got to find more excuses to, to get up here. Cause this is, yeah. and the drive wasn't nearly as bad as I thought, like from LA, I was here in like an hour and a half. It was quick. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes getting out of there is the tough part. So if you leave at the wrong time of the day tomorrow, it's going to be in- insane. Yeah. I have a tomorrow. meeting from 10 to 11 and then I'm just like out as soon as, as soon as I'm out of that meeting, I am just like heading home. Yeah. It's the traffic there can be crazy now getting out, but anyway, so first story, awesome. Santa Barbara. Love it. It's so awesome that you're there. I can't wait to go back now, man. It makes me want to go back. <laughs> um, second story is you talked about the rain and driving in the rain. My yeah. worst that brings up my worst driving experience ever in the rain, which is so weird. The worst place I've ever driven in the rain. Like we've traveled a lot all over the place. Yeah, and we yeah. rent cars and I've driven in lots of different places. The worst place I've ever driven is in Temecula of all places. Shout out to really? Dave Ellis. These nuts. <laughs> Got <he. laughs> Temecula, Temecula, California. Wow. One time, I, I'm pretty sure I probably played all night at, at Pachanga, driving back, you know, played poker all night at Pachanga, driving back from the casino in, in the morning. And all of a sudden I'm on the freeway and there's this torrential downpour. Like you wouldn't believe like it was people with their hazards on, like you said, but I couldn't see anything. No one could see anything. The whole freeway just comes to a complete stop. Oh my gosh. So it was just nuts. Like it's crazy that it happened to Mecula, but I thought, I thought I might die because no one was moving. We just all stopped and we just hoped that everyone behind us. Yeah. And if someone didn't stop behind you, then. Yeah. So, okay. Crazy story there. Then next story. So yesterday in the torrential downpour, Kirsty tries to go out. Such a good mom. She goes out to try to get. So Ben is in karate, got advanced to green belt. Good job, nice. Ben. Get him a body bag. Yeah. Right. <laughs> boy, and ben. she tries to go out to the karate studio to get his new belt. And she's on Camino del Norte, del Norte and she starts hydroplaning. Oh, my God. Wow. So, yeah. So she can't even make it. She turns around, comes back comes back around and she's coming up Forest Ranch Parkway. Yeah. All of a sudden there's a like branches down in the middle of the road. She can't even drive through the road. Oh my gosh. And so the branches had fallen seconds before she got there on a wow. mail truck. Yeah. And so the mail truck's there with the, with the mirror knocked off the windshield oh crushed gosh. and wow. the lady's like on the side of the road freaking out. And Kirstie like had to pull <laughs> over and like console her. So wow. just like crazy. What a storm yesterday. Like we're all freaking out. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't really get to, I mean, I love when we have these big storms as long as I'm inside, don't have anywhere to go. But I mean, it was like, once I got past Orange County, it was fine, but man, there was a period there from like Oceanside, the, uh, 
through San Clemente where it was rough. And then Gina sent me a picture of like a big old tree that had gotten knocked down in our neighborhood. Kind of sounds like something like that. I mean, we're not used to that. That's for sure. But today, like perfect, like, you know, it's cold here, but, but couldn't be, uh, couldn't be any nicer. Yeah. It was cool though. I liked the storm too, but yeah, that was scary yesterday. So yeah, not the best Anyways, way to travel. Long ways around. Let's get back to football. Let's, let's bring it back around. So let's talk about the final standings, right. And kind of, let's just, you know, people probably know, but let's just kind of recap where we are at the end of the regular season and kind of, kind of how things uh, shape up. So you want to, you want to tackle the standings and kind of tell us anything you give us the rundown, anything that stands out. I mean, you, you did a good job last week on the pod. I've listened to the first, I've actually only listened to the first 20 minutes of last week's podcast. Oh man. Great first 20 minutes, man. I think I'm just going to cut, cut it off there and assume that the rest was just just as good with some awesome sound drops. There's some um, uh, technical issues towards the end. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. I might not even listen to that. I listened to the first two matchups, great analysis. So you, you know, haven't I heard your team calling in with your the message yet? Uh, no, I haven't got to that. Okay, I was listening cool. to the first two matchups. That's okay, let me know when you, when you hear that if you like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you did a good job. You went over. I mean, everything was set last week, so you did a good job running through everything. Uh, yeah. You know, you end up 19 and nine. You had a monster week. So, you know, you, you got first place. Well-deserved. I'll give you credit. Oh, oh no. I drink to that. Thank nice you. job. I was, I was in the lead for a good portion of this year, and my team kind of tanked here at the end. So, you know, well done. Um, I was happy to, to pull it out here at the end. And uh, it, very interesting that me, Ryan, and Ellis all finished at 16 and 12. Yeah. Um, and it was, I was happy because it, that was pretty much determined on Sunday. It was looking like that's how it was going to be. Yeah. Um, it was looking like Ellis and Cooper gonna, both going to be in the bottom four pending any kind of Monday night miracles. And that's how it ended up. And, and as we all hope, or at least me and you hope points mattered, they mattered you know, 16 and 12, three of us, but the points points were the tiebreaker. And uh, my points came through for me and got me that second place, second place prize. So that was Proving- awesome. Yet again, that points matter here on the Points Matter podcast. Yeah, uh, we talked about how the final four, or I talked about how the final four were set last week. Um, I think the only other thing to talk about is Bilby locking up the uh, draft bitch duties. I'm somebody's bitch. But something I had forgotten about and you put in the notes is we do have um a little extra stipulation that we just added around the toilet bowl and draft bitch duties you want to you want to run through that so people remember so yeah i mean it's a it was a little thing i added a, you know that i suggested a couple years ago i got adopted it i don't think anybody really cares but it's kind of cool like give somebody give people a ch- something to play for in the toilet bowl so if bilby can pull out the toilet bowl if he can come through and i think he's got a decent team and a decent chance at this then he can assign one of his duties either four rounds of sticker bitch or setting up the food he gets to choose he can assign one of his duties to the seventh place team and uh that is uh team redacted so and we i, I don't know i didn't get to the end but we don't know what's going on with team redacted that uh so, that's an interesting question like when you were talking about that that got in my head like what would i rather do and i think the answer is obvious like just order like four pizzas and have someone else put the stickers up right like, of course for sure no one like how be, easy is that right yeah but no one wants it, to be putting up stickers so that's I'm a like, pretty that's a pretty nice thing if you can win the toilet bowl to uh, be able. And to I love it. the fact that like the bitch can delegate to like a sub bitch. It's like a contractor bringing yes. a sub. Like it's it's amazing. Like how many layers down? Like how many how many sub bitches would we have needed for that draft in Vegas for for someone to actually bring me a drink as like the draft <laughs> bitch? But it'd be like six layers below Ellis or seven. Yeah. 
It was he was the worst draft pitch ever. Let's, let's, he really let's... was. Like it's too bad we didn't have like him doing stickers back then. He got off so easy for that. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. Well, we we can revisit that. But yeah, so that's you know, I like the uh the note you had in here. Like, do people care about the 60 bucks for the toilet bowl? And I, I would kind of say the same thing about the uh, bad beat pool. Like <laughs> honestly, I forgot all about it. And then I was reading through your email and I was just like, oh. I, I won this like I had no idea that I had won it or won any money like so yeah I kind of I like your note there on like do we get rid of this do we change it like yeah so yeah I've, I've tried so hard to make this like I've been I've been in another league where they do these high score pools and it's just nobody cares like it's no. just so hard to keep anybody interested in these like and then I changed it to like this bad beat a couple years ago and I didn't even update it one time all year it's just right. not that's why I forgot about it. I usually rely on you to like send those updates and be like, oh yeah, I remember this high score thing. Yeah, sure. Like I think if I was updating all year and going through and doing it, it would have been interesting and everybody would have been, would have thought it was cool. Like maybe people would have been interested in it. Like it ended up so stupid that four yeah. people tied for the most high scores. And then like, you yeah. had this one high score that won you a whole $30. Like, oh right. my God, who fucking cares? What am I doing? <laughs> this thing is so stupid. Like, yeah, we just, we probably need to be done with that. You know what's so funny is like, you know, things that we think are a big deal, you know, and, and I will say this league is less about money and more about just like shit talking and pride and just having just being able to like, just talk shit for the most part and just have that up on each other. But, you know, like a couple of years ago, I had the uh, I, I like the most money I've ever made at this league, which is like 700 bucks right now. I was feeling great. I'll say it's awesome. And so there's a uh, an unnamed site that I follow. I wouldn't quite call them a consultant, but they more just um, I would say they verify the thoughts and, and strategy that I have. And they just kind of like pat me on the back and say, okay, yeah, you're right. So I, I get that verification through them. They're not at all a consultant. It's my opinions. This is strictly my championship. Just making that perfectly clear. However, um, this site, they're like super anti, um, season long leagues, right? So they're all about, um, daily fantasy week to week um they talk about like gpp bros I, I maybe you can help me i don't know what gp i hear about like gpp and cash and i don't know what either means but they talk about like gpp and cash and blah 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 and they just have like no respect for seasonal leagues and i was listening to the the last podcast actually earlier today and they, this guy was just like shitting on seasonal leagues and he's like you know yeah um shout out to the the dude's been grinding all season long for that $700 pot. Like shout out to you. And it just, it just made me feel so small for like 30 seconds. I was like, you dick. I'm big. I would love to grind for $700 in this league. That'd be amazing. Right. That's a hell of it. That's a, like a great year. Right. Well, 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 the truth comes out. Adam actually isn't doing anything on his own. All of it is from this little daily fantasy podcast, little bullshit, whatever this is. So, you know wow. what, you know what the, the funny thing is like, and I was actually thinking about this as I was driving today, thinking about the pod is, is I've wasted so much money this year because of doing the pod, like, and this taking so much time, I have totally, and this is no bullshit. I have hardly even like, I, there's two sites I subscribe to every year, then every year for the last, like however many years. And it's just, just what I do. And I haven't, I, I like barely looked at either one. So I've kind of like flushed the money away because of the pod. It's just like having time. And, and every now and again, I remember, Oh, I should check the rankings. Cause I'm not sure about this or that. Or so, yeah, it's, I would say, um, 
it's actually doing the pod and, and the prep work and all that that's making me, you know, up my game. Wow. Rich, Rich Nolan, did you hear this? Adam has now confirmed that he pays <laughs> for advice in fantasy football. Okay. He's paying money not in order one. to win in fantasy football. Not one. LeBron, tell us about that. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. Oh. Hey. But two different sites. Wow. Two. I, I had a third one back in the day. Or actually, I, I flopped it for the new one I have, and I dumped that one. But, but yeah, there's two that I've been on consistently. And, uh, yeah, it's just good to know that, like, I'm amongst the elite minds of fantasy football and just get that confirmation, uh, that affirmation, really. I'm big on those affirmations. So, yeah. that's Elite uh, minds. It sounds like your mind is being warped by these things. Anyway, so with daily, um, GPP versus cash, like, I've heard those terms as well. Yeah. I think it's, like, tournament versus, like, uh, like it's a tournament where, where everybody's playing against each other. Like, cash like, is, like, head-to-head, right? You play. Right, I think that's what whatever. it is, but. Honestly, like I've tried to play, I've tried to like dabble in daily yeah. and I hate it. Like I have no interest in a daily. I, I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. It's not fun. Yeah. There's no, dis- like it's one week of decision. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I could not take to it at all. I have friends who are so into it from Barona yeah. and I just have no interest at all. It's, it doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. No, you know, I've never, it's funny because, you know, like back in the day, I used to, I used to gamble quite a bit on, on sports. And then like through, you know, not that I ever don't, don't ever like put down money on a game, but you know, let's just say that Gina didn't love that habit of mine. And she might've like put it down, put it down on me a few years ago to, to change that habit. So, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I stopped doing that or like mostly stopped doing that, but then sometimes she'll, we'll see these commercials, right. For like FanDuel or whatever, DraftKings, she'd be like, do you do that? Like, are you doing that? And like, the truth is like, <laughs> I've never done shit on those sites because like the same way, like I've done it a couple of times where it's like, they give you the free hundred bucks or a free promo or whatever. Um, there was a site called draft, which someone else, another company bought a few years ago. I, I dabbled with that with like some free money. And I, I like, I made it through almost the whole season, like with their free hundred bucks, I got up and then eventually lost it all and whatever. But, but yeah, it just seems like, everything that I've heard is basically if you're not like a pro or have some, you know, uh, algorithm that guides you to the ultimate lineup or whatever, like you're, you're not going to make money over the long haul doing that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like they talk about how, um, online poker is similar, how online poker used to be like, Oh my gosh, such a, like, like just easy money. I made so much money off online poker and then it just became just a bunch of like professionals when, you know, that just like, basically there were bots using that, that could just win money automatically. They just had a formula and they were playing hundreds of tables at once and they just automatically won and it was impossible to win. And daily is the same way from what I, from what I've learned about it. Like daily is just a bunch of professionals Mm -hmm. who use like, you know, software and formulas to guarantee win and and so yeah. it's hard really almost impossible for just like the everyday person to win oh totally to the point where i think at least one of them has something and i forget what they call it but they basically designate like this is like a i don't know if they call it beginner or whatever but essentially like you know more the normal joes right now who knows if the pros go in there and take money too but yeah 
I've had no interest in that, which I should be. The only time that I get the itch is, is like week 17 or what would be week 18 this year is like, cause there's nothing going on. We don't even have like our playoff fantasy, right? You know, the games are so wonky. It's like, it, it, like, there's just, a, I don't have any interest in week 17 or week 18 this year for the most part. So I've tried to get into it during those times, but yeah, just can't do it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, definitely agree. Uh, so it looks like GPP is guaranteed prize pool. Um, whatever that means it's uh, like that's like tournament format where it's like yep. um so no matter how many people join if everybody joins for 10 bucks each and they get 100 you know 100 people then it would be a thousand dollar prize pool okay but if they get less than 100 they're still going to guarantee the thousand dollar prize pool. Uh, okay that makes so. sense yep that's... all right let's get back to football um yes let's you know, get to it One of the things that that we talked about that that we have in our notes here is that you know we we talked we mentioned it like five minutes ago ten minutes ago I don't know how long we did bullshitting for but uh, that my my drinks started to kick in too so Adam had some drinks from his hotel I thought that sounded good so I went and made myself a nice tall Bloody Mary here and, uh, <laughs> I was gonna guess Bloody Mary I'm of course sitting, that's my drink of choice of I'm sitting in front of two mules they're actually like this is hotel bar so it's not like the best but uh, but it's it's working it's good enough I'm huh? done yeah. So what, what we talked about, Adam mentioned like 10 minutes ago, maybe it was like a half an hour ago. I don't know how long we've been, we've been rambling on for, this is going to be one boring fucking pod. People are yeah, you guys, really you're have to fast forward I can just see the people. smoke coming out of Doug's ears. Like, as he's listening <laughs> to this. Yeah, I'm fucking upset. One thing that, but I did want to make this point. We're, 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 we're this, this document that Adam has, has like a hundred lines to it. We're on line number two right now. So. <laughs> we have like, I actually, I actually just flipped back to the doc. I kind of forgot about <laughs> it. And I'm like, we started talking about the final standings and then should we change the toilet bowl? And then right. here So I want to get into that, change the toilet bowl. Like I, yeah. I want to get opinions on this. I'm sure we're going to get no responses whatsoever, but. Uh, I can guarantee yeah. your response. Cause I have breaking news live joining us on the pod to answer all your questions about the toilet bowl someone very experienced with the toilet bowl uh, in what i call the bilby era if you looked at the doc you're probably familiar with this but i'm defining the bilby era as everything past 2013 when bilby took over tim's spot nobody has won more toilet bowl championships than the man coming to us live mr david ellis how you doing my friend when I think toilet bowl, I think you. Thank you for joining the pod. How you doing? These nuts. <laughs> Got <he. laughs> I'm doing great. And yes, I, I have won a lot of toilet bowls. You've won three so, toilet bowls. We'll get to the full rundown, but I, I did the I went through the archives. You won three toilet bowls in the Bilby era, which is eight eight years. So uh so good job. Great. Good Congrats, job. Uh I guess. Yeah. <laughs> championship so <laughs> ellis you're gonna be the perfect person to ask about this because that's that's why i i called ellis out right now is is yeah ask him this question for sure yeah so ellis like in my opinion i i have this idea for the toilet bowl that i think would be 
I think it would be awesome. And I think it would make the toilet bowl so much more interesting. I want to make the toilet bowl not worth money anymore. Put that money into the regular prize pool and make the toilet bowl. The winner gets what I call a supplemental draft pick at the end of the first round. Oh, that's that. I didn't realize you were thinking like that high. Wow. I mean, yeah. That's a big. That would work. Like, well. uh, wow. I, might I think that would make it just to win so the toilet much bowl more interesting that. than $60. I don't think anybody cares enough. I mean, I know you do, Ellis. I know you want to win. You always want to win. It doesn't matter if it was five bucks on no, the no, line. No, but I think Ellis would take the ninth oh, like in the that. draft rather than 60 bucks, right? I would like that because since I always win and I get rid of all my draft picks, it's even better. But see, the thing is, I don't think I can build this into the software where you can where you can trade it. So I don't want to make it tradable. I no, want I, you to play for it and I want you to keep it and use it. Would you be yeah, okay that would with be that? Good. Yep. You would? Yeah, I'd love to win it. Would you be would you prefer that over the $60 prize? Yeah. You would. Okay. So I want to make this a survey. And I think I think this would make the toilet bowl honestly like I don't want to say epic, but just yeah, super important. Like I mean, I think honestly, I think just my personal opinion, I think at the end of the first is like too much of a reward for, you know, like let's say they go four and 20 and then they just have a few good weeks and all of a sudden they get a ninth pick in the draft for, for basically being shitty all year. I mean, I, I think it'd be better like the end of the second, but I'm, but I do like the concept for sure. I feel like end of the second is no reward at all. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, I don't care about that. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like if you put it into the first, it's really, and it's only one pick. I feel I'm totally willing as a team that's yeah. regularly in the championship bracket and doesn't right. play in the toilet bowl. I'm totally okay with throwing the toilet bowl a bone and having something for them to really play for. That's, Adam, you're that's, not okay with that, that. That's why I'm struggling is I can't wrap my mind around the mentality of like, if I was regularly in the toilet bowl, which I haven't been like, I would be excited about that. Right. I'd be like, sweet. Like if I have some stuff go wrong and I have some injuries and, you know, my season doesn't break the right way, I can still salvage it by winning the toilet bowl. I mean, while I don't love how high it is, I kind of agree. The end of seconds, like, yeah, whatever, you know, um, I like that it gives incentive and it some drama. Cause honestly, like until I went through this exercise of seeing like how many people have won, what toilet bowls and whatever, like I couldn't tell you who's won one toilet bowl. It's just not like relevant, you know? All right, we'll talk about that more when we get to the toilet bowl conversation. Yeah, Ellis, we're still in the show open. We have not talked about any review, matchup reviews, or anything. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, let know. me share this doc out to Ellis. I I didn't. Uh, let me send it out to him here, live on the pod. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is good. It'll be a long pod. Okay. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Okay. A lot of, and a lot of outtakes. Uh, okay, here we go. Let Let's get back into it. Um, so. Chris, do you want to run through? I saw you had a note here on the prize pool. I don't know if you got to the point of the last pod where I went through the uh, the various percentages, but do you want to run through that? Yeah, sure. So um, I have not updated for the waivers. Me, neither me nor Adam have looked at tonight's waivers. We're going to look at that live oh, on yes. air. Yeah, Ellis, have you looked portion. at waivers? And if you have, don't say anything because – Chris and I forgot about it. And then before we started recording, we I was going to jump and look at it. And I was like, no, let's just look at it live. You know, it's, I'm sure there's like nothing important there, but we're going to have some drama. Have you looked at it yet? I have. Okay. So, so you'll just, it, well, Chris and I will look at it live and, you, and then you can jump in. How about so that? anyway, just to give, a, to give a quick rundown before waivers, we had 207 player pickups total for the year. Plus, um, 
And so that was at $3 each. That's a little over 600 for the prize pool. We had 16 trades and the eight $100 buy-ins. Total prize pool coming into waivers before waivers of $1,517. So I, I thought that was interesting that it was actually less pickups than last year. So really? last year well, we had 212 total pickups. It, I wonder if that's because there was less COVID shit until this last week when now it's like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for like the, the, for one of my guys to get popped, you know? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But we did have less trade. We have more trades this year. So 16 trades versus 10. Okay. So we do have a slightly higher prize pool coming into waivers. So coming into waivers is comparing last year to this year. That's 13 weeks versus 13 weeks. Yep. We have the extra week this year. So Current prize pool before waivers is 1,517 versus last year, 1,496. Um, you went over the, the breakdown a little bit last week, Adam. 16% yep. um, uh, for the regular season champion. That comes out to about 250 bucks. 10% for the play, uh, regular season runner-up. That's 150 bucks. And then we have money for first, second, third, and fourth, plus the, the toilet bowl champion. So... You don't want to say who won each of those prizes so far? I do not. I do okay. not want to say that. Let's, let's move on then. I saw you had some comments on last week's pod. You know, last week's pod was <laughs> was honestly tough because, I mean, I kind of knew, you know, you'd give me the heads up that you most likely weren't going to be able to do it. But then it sounded like like Wednesday or Thursday, it sounded like kind of optimistic, like you might be able to at least do part of it. So I didn't get a guest. And then, all you know, when you, when you confirmed you couldn't, I was like, okay, you know, I guess, I guess I'll just do it solo and try to figure it out. So you had some, uh, you had some comments on that. What, uh, yeah. what do you think? So I truly apologize for missing out on last week's pod. Like, listen, I'm a man. I'm going to face up to when I win. Okay. I faced the music the first time I lost to Adam. I would have faced the music this time. I made sure to get on for 30 minutes to face the music when Adam beat me again. He earned it. You know, I already gave him props. He earned it. Listen. Second time I beat him, second time he beat, oh man, Freudian slip there. I beat I'm him. Sorry, what? <laughs> second time he beat me, I made sure to come on, give him his moment, give him his, his moment in the sun. You know, he earned it. Um, last week's pod was good. Adam did a great job. I only listened to, honestly, to the first like 20 minutes. Um, I'm going to assume the rest of it was great. Like I told you guys, I have some questions about last week's pod though. So, Let's I talk. only, yeah. you talked about playing Madden and I only played Madden. I was only into Madden for like one year. Oh, really? In the early 2000s. Okay. I want to know what punt defense is in Madden. Okay. So in Madden, you select your defense and then depending on like standard base defense. So downs like one through, you know, first through third down, you, you can select whatever, right? So there's blitz zone, man coverage uh outside linebacker bliss you know any any number of things like you pick that defense every play basically you pick the defense offense picks their their you pick your play offense picks their play whatever but there were times where like if you were facing a team and i can't think of like who a player would be in 93 or 95 maybe like an emmett smith right or barry sanders right like let's use those two guys and if they were running all over you like let's say i was playing tim and tim had barry sanders and he was like running all over me you could go into like, there's a special teams area. And one of the things is punt block. And so what it does, is it lines up all 11 guys, like over the five offensive linemen, like they don't cover the receivers. <laughs> they don't do anything except go straight ahead, 
and you know which would obviously like smother the run if they're actually going to run it and so that was that was the whole point of the joke because we used to do shit like that where it's like you're running all over i'm just gonna run i'm already getting beat i'm just gonna mess around and do like pump block defense you know nice (laughs) so it's one of those like cheat things you know like oh there was a bunch of madden stuff if you didn't play you know you you won't remember but there was things like just you know even today like in sports they'll talk about like i don't know why teams are just like throw just throw up a hail mary like five times a game and hope for pass interference because like that was a madden strategy right if you're ever in the third and long just like throw a deep ball because you might get pass interference like good chance you get pass interference you know all the like the madden cheat codes like pump block d was one of those because like the offense can't see what you're selecting right so if they pick a run they don't know i'm doing pump block defense so you know it can really work it to your advantage I mean, honestly, I don't see why the Bills didn't do that just like a couple times. Just that like was insane, insane. Force them, force them to make to, to throw the ball. You gotta force. You gotta make it happen. I mean, I don't know. That, that was like Bill Belichick, like pulling down his pants and just like booting <laughs> the uh, the Bills sideline and be like, you know what? I'm gonna take my rookie quarterback and I'm gonna like tie his hand behind his back <laughs> so he can't throw the ball, and I'm still gonna beat you. And they did. I mean, that's like, especially in Buffalo, in their house, like I'm a guy sitting here with Diggs and Allen. And I'm like, but man, like I'm also a guy, I think I said in the earlier pod, I'm holding a 40 to one ticket for a Rams Bills Super Bowl. And like earlier in the year, it was like the first four or five weeks, they were both crushing, looking great. You know, then the Rams are struggling. They came back this last week, but the Bills like really struggling, right? Like like to the point of like, they need to freaking make the playoffs to give me a shot at this thing. Uh, they they got to step it up. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't understand the bills. Like you got to make them throw at some point. You just yeah. have to make them throw. If they beat you, they beat you, but you got to make them throw at some point. Like, right. I know. And like, fi- it seemed like finally on that last series, there were a couple run blitzes like Milano, the middle linebacker had a couple stops in the backfield. And it's like, great. 58 minutes into the game, you're doing this. Like, where was this earlier? Right. Like, and, and honestly, the, the, um, one of the two completions by Mac Jones was like that wonky, like weird pass to Johnny Smith where he like barely caught it. It was like, it reminded me of just a game where just like, like high school football, sometimes like high school teams don't have a quarterback who can throw the ball. So they just try to run it every single play. And it was like watching a high school team. It was unbelievable. Okay. So, so cool. Yeah. So like I said, I didn't, I didn't, the punt defense thing caught my, caught caught my ear. I wanted to hear more about that. So thank you for that explanation. Another thing that caught my ear last week was I thought it was awesome that you're sitting there reviewing Rich and Doug, Doug's matchup. (laughs) And then suddenly it's all about Brady and Gronk and Godwin, like leave it to Adam, like the most ability to change any matchup into being about him. Right. Well, and, and the beauty of it was that it was on Doug's matchup. Of course. Doug has a major issue with us talking about our own teams. Like, but the the whole, the whole point of the podcast this year was for Adam talk to, to talk about his team. I mean, really, that's what the whole point was. hundred percent. I, I mean, mean really, really about... if, that, if that were the case, I would have done it two years ago because I that's when I was loaded with early picks, like tons of early picks. When I took Antonio Brown with the first pick, he didn't even play and it didn't even matter. And I, I crushed you guys. Um, I should have started it then, but, you know, better late than never. 
I mean, I just, I, it was just hilarious how you're just sitting there talking about Rich and Doug's matchup. You're trying to provide good fantasy analysis. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, because I love me some me. Well, let me talk about Brady and Gronk and Godwin. Like, pretty much the whole point of the podcast this year was for Adam to talk about his team. Like, we could be talking about AJ Brown on, 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 you know, Rich's team. And then all of a sudden, Adam will be like, well, you know, AJ Brown went to Ole Miss uh, with Van Jefferson. And actually, Van Jefferson, if you didn't know, he transferred to Florida, where he actually played with Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts is actually on my team. Let me tell you about all about how good Kyle Pitts is, actually. Could you name uh, the colleges of 20 NFL players without, like, doing the research? Adam. Yes. You could put that number at one. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. That's why I'm I'm impressed that you – and honestly, like, I only know Van Jefferson from Florida. So where did he go before? Um, He was at Ole Miss. Oh, I didn't know that. that. Wow, I had no idea. No bullshit. You did. You you had an idea. Go no, see. I swear to God, I, I I just knew him from Florida. Like yeah. So yeah. honestly, you could name any player in the NFL. I don't know if I could name. I know Aaron Rodgers went to Berkeley. That's about it. Yeah. Well, there was another one I heard today that I didn't know. It was Keenan Allen. He went to Cal, but I didn't know that he started his his college career to Alabama and then he transferred out. Like he wasn't cutting it with Saban or whatever. So I, I didn't even know that. Like that was. Uh, that was interesting, but yeah. Uh, so I mean, guys, like all year long, this is the whole point of the podcast. This is what Adam wanted. Like we, this is basically it. I'm sorry, you had to listen to all year long, and this is the whole point of it. He just wants to talk about his team. Whatever he can do to talk about his team, this is it. So, Ellis, I'm gonna bring you in here. I gotta tag you in real quick. Do you feel like that was my intent with the pod, or was it more to furnish with you, furnish you gentlemen, ninety to one hundred twenty minutes of good, solid entertainment every week at no cost, free of charge, offering listener engagement for all you guys? Tell me, else, what do you think? You know, maybe in the beginning it was kind of like that, but yeah, I gotta agree with Chris. It got kind of old listening to <laughs> on and on and on and on. And yes, on. Ellis. Whoop. It's the same old shit every week. Subordination. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. My God. Yeah. Well, what? Okay, let me put it to you guys this way. What do you want me to say? My team's terrible when I'm in first place. Like, what? What can I say? Like, did you not I, just hear? I shit talk them. Did you not just hear what I said? Though you're talking about Rich and Doug's matchup. All right. No, no. Somehow know, you would like find a way to turn it into about yourself. Yeah, and it was like it. It, uh, it was not trying to turn it into. And then I quickly realized, and I course corrected. So, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> of course. And, and, you know, like honestly, anybody who hosts like something like this, they're naturally going to talk about their teams the most. Like just because, like that's what you think about the most. That's what you know the most, right? Right. So, um, the best yes. way to solve that problem is just to beat me. Any of you guys, like it's really simple. Step up. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Uh, insert Ric Flair to be the man. You got to beat the man clip right here. Woo. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. Anybody who is an assistant to the host is great at putting (laughs) clips in and, you know, talking about his team. Great job, assistant to the host. I'm assistant regional manager. I should know first. Assistant to the regional manager. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, On that note, I saw you had a a note on some clips from last week. Yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed. I mean, like I said, I've only gotten through 20 minutes of last week. I, I cut it off 
right before my matchup started because I really enjoyed the first 20 minutes of last week's podcast. Why would you um, not enjoy talking about your matchup last week? I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I, I didn't get to that yet. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get to that. Maybe not, but I, okay. And the coach clips after that were awesome. Like uh, <laughs> shout out YouTube. It was like a 2006 video. I just searched for like angry NFL coaches and I was going to splice together a bunch of clips but somebody already put this thing on YouTube and I was like, beautiful. This thing was fantastic. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, we yeah. let him off the hook. Oh, we knew <laughs> it was like every classic coach rant, you know, up to like two, you know, that the classic, like Danny Green one was amazing. Um, um, you want to talk about playoffs? Oh, I loved it. It was great. It was really good. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't do it. I should have done it, but like, uh, I think it was else before you, you joined, we we're talking about, like, I drove up to, I'm in Santa Barbara now, but I drove up to LA yesterday when it was like crazy, that crazy weather, like pouring rain. It was like, it was probably the worst weather I've driven in, in like years. It was pretty brutal, but, um, I want, all I could think about was that drop that we use on the pod where Jim Moore goes, in my opinion, that sucked. In my opinion, that sucked. And like, that's for some reason, that's all I could think about when I got to the end of this drive was like, that sucked. In my opinion, that sucked. So Adam, I'm curious here at the end of uh, our, this is the open of the show. I'm not sure. Oh we my like God, we've been going in, but, forever. Uh, yeah. You said a fa- you found a way to increase our audience by 15%. How'd you do yes. that? Yes. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So I got us one new listener. My buddy, my buddy Thad, you guys might remember him. We worked together back in the day, played basketball together. He's he's pretty much in our like pick 'em survivor pools every every year. So shout out Thad Miller, uh, Folly Beach, South Carolina's finest, uh, University of North Carolina product, the lefty Thad Miller. Uh, He just randomly hit lefties. He randomly hit me up about about something about this guy we used to work with, who just we always like laugh about and joke about. And I mean, you know, we don't talk like regularly, but it, it's the kind of thing like every six months we'll catch up and like you know like kind of do a deep dive and catch up with each other. And and I'm like, hey, in case you've been wondering like what I've been up to, like you know, I sent him the link to the pod. And he's like, oh man, because he's he's East Coast, so he's like going to bed. He's like, oh man, I can't wait. I'm gonna totally listen to listen tomorrow and then and he's like hey i'm off all next week if you want to do you want a, a guest for the pod but he's he's into <laughs> it so i totally increased our engagement like nice. massively right hey man bring him on you know anybody we can't get our 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 eight listeners to come on the pod like right? we beg them to come on david ellis our only one that comes on but uh our true fan on, yeah but you know what mike you can make their heads bleed on this one Make somebody's head bleed. Well, we're in playoffs. I'm going to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for super fan number 99 over here. Mm. Mikey, get the door. Yeah, give me some money. Why do I have to give you money? Give me some fucking money. I'm not paying again. Jesus Christ. Pause the game. Dude, I'm about to do my thing with the, with the thing here. Pause the game. I got fucking Wayne. Pause it. All right, I'll pause it. Jesus Christ. Christ. Like you've scored all day. How much do you want? Just give me some money, man. Okay, fine. Take, take my last one here. There it is, Mikey. Check it out. His head's bleeding. Mikey, check it out. His legs, little Wayne's legs are shaking fucking all over. Bitch. What are you doing? Check it out. You little fucking bitch. What the fuck are you? Why don't you pause it? Come on, man. 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 Come on, man.
Come Dude, on, get the fuck off me. Come on. You know what? I'm not kidding. Look at you. I'm not kidding. Look at you. You want to kiss me. Look at you. Our number one. Should we? Is Ellis our number one fan now? Absolutely. You know, Doug, I'm sorry. Doug was, it was him and Doug neck and neck. But Ellis has certainly taken over. That was always my goal. Yes. Just wanted to be number one. Absolutely, Ellis. It should always be your goal. You know, I was really disappointed looking at the final standings that uh, Ellis couldn't get above Coop for the the point standings. I wanted three PD to be Seriously. to be back in effect. It's been a minute. Like I don't remember the last time we had three PD, but I miss it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wanted that too. I, I, no, I, I didn't really care. I just wanted to get second place, and uh, I got it. Ellis, did you realize I got second place? I won one hundred fifty dollars this week, Ellis. Boom. Yeah, I realized that. Okay. Do, you, do you realize that uh, my prediction of what was going to happen, who was going to make the playoffs, basically happened? Oh, when real? did you make that prediction? Was it on the pod? Yeah. When was that? That was. Uh, was it when you were on with me, with Doug and I, and Chris wasn't on? No, no, um, no. This was, I think, before that. Okay. Wow. I'll have to go pull the pull the clip. But good job. Yeah, because I Ellis, remember that well was done. that was uh, there was a mailback from somebody about like who would make the playoffs and and you gave an answer that's right said, was that before derrick henry got hurt or after it must have been before i think before yeah wow it's honestly like i kind of thought coop would fall off and we'll, we'll get to that as we preview the playoffs but um and actually that's that's a hell of a segue let's get on to the to the week 14 matchup shall we i mean we're only an hour and a half like in, i mean as well Good Lord, we lost. We've lost. It's gonna take me probably till Sunday to edit all of this. If we don't, <laughs> if we don't, I'm glad we're recording early this week. So, uh, first matchup of Week 14, Team Two Two Train One Ten Point One Four. Or over Bilbo Baggins. 67.28. Coop takes down Bilby. Uh, tough week for Bilby. Lamar goes out early. Really didn't matter. Lamar could have put up 35 and he still would have lost because the rest of the team besides Lockett, you know, didn't really do anything. Um, what jumped out to you, Chris and, and Ellis, feel free to jump in if you see anything on this one. Oh my God. Like what jumped out to me? Fucking Lamar jumped out to me because this is an Adam segue here. Lamar is on my dynasty team and cost oh. me this week by getting hurt. Uh, you know, and really costing me in the dynasty league. Like this is devastating for me. Bilby, I'm sorry. You're a sticker bitch. <laughs> too bad but uh this cost me this could cost me some serious coin here uh lamar getting hurt um yeah so a bad loss for bilby i I still think his team is fine um he's done a great job for a team that like we you you mentioned last week is the best last place team we've ever seen i still agree with that and this is one thing that i feel is broken in fantasy like if your quarterback gets hurt early on there should be some kind of set up in fantasy where you get the backup points instead like bilby didn't have a backup here but uh right i just feel like this is one of the things that's broken in fantasy where you get screwed like you're totally dead if you're if your starter gets hurt you should have some kind of backup option when your starter gets it, hurt so it's hard though right because and, and i do see the validity of that and i've had i've had 
Justin may have had a lot of running back games this year where they guys started and didn't finish the game. But it's like, where do you draw that line? Do you do that for all positions? Do you do it only if it happens in the first quarter? Like, do you do a percentage of the backups points? Cause it really wouldn't be fair to do all of the backup points. Cause there could be, there should be some hit for, Hey, you, you started a guy and he got hurt. Like it's not, it sucks, but it is what it is. You know, I wonder how you, that might be tough to, to fix that one. Should there be a hit though? Like, is it your fault that the, that the guy got hurt? I, I don't feel like it should be like, no, but then, then you could make a case. Like if you're just saying you automatically get Huntley in this instance, then like, okay, if I have McCaffrey and he gets hurt four carries into the game, do I just get the rest of the Carolina backfield? Or like, how like how does that work, right? No, you, uh, you can't do that because, like, I get what you mean. I just – at quarterback, it's such a big deal. And I know there's leagues that do team quarterback, and I think that's okay. kind of I, – I actually don't like that as much. Like, it's just kind of one of the the flaws of fantasy, honestly. For like, sure. It, it, it can sink you in a week, but I don't, I'm not sure what the solution is, really. Team quarterback probably is the solution, but I don't yeah, like yeah. it. Like, I don't, I don't want that to be the solution. Yeah. I mean, it, league, it's like, not often that, like, your starter sucks and then the backup comes in and, like, lights it up, which is actually kind of what happened here. Um, but, it, you know, it's not like anyone's, like, oh, great, my starter got hurt so my backup could come light, light it up. It's not like anyone's wanting that to happen. Yeah, and it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, Billy lost by 43. Lamar's not probably right. not putting up that many points. So it, I just feel like it's a flaw in fantasy. It sucks. I want to point it out. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just part of the part of the problem that I see with fantasy. Um, you know, you mentioned in here, uh, you know, Billy gets a massive game from Tyler Lockett, and that's about it. I found an interesting stat on uh, Josh Jacobs. He has 22 career touchdowns in in wins by the Raiders. Oh, four... no, don't don't say it. Let me guess how many he has in losses. Oh, I already said it. Oh, oh, I didn't hear it. Go ahead. Okay, uh, one, four actually. Oh, four, four okay. career touchdowns. I knew it had to be something really low. Yeah, I mean, four career touchdowns and losses. Like, it's amazing how how different Josh Jacobs is in wins versus. He, he's a good player. Like you can see it. He's got moves. He's got, you know, he, he's got, he's got the agility to be an elite running back. He's on a very mediocre team and he just succeeds when the team is winning versus losing. Um, and really so, either way, he's going to father a child after the game because he's <laughs> 23 years old and has nine children. Crazy. Eight, That's eight a, different women. So that is a crazy number. Man, if, if you got fantasy points for fertility, then, you know, take him number one because you're rolling seriously so rough week for billy like it sucks he he gets sticker bitch because of this bullshit with lamar and the rest of his team just kind of joe mixon had scored a touchdown in nine straight games and the guy just lays an egg here like i actually like having billy a sticker bitch because like billy will just do it and i don't think he'll i don't think he'll put up an attitude i don't think because i think he's smart enough to know like if he shows that it bothers him like that's what we ultimately want so i think if we tell him like hey bitch put up my stickers he'll just do it with a smile on his face and he'll get through it and like i don't think he's gonna really care really right yeah i mean tough week for billy and and this is the one spot if you look at the standings where the points did not matter billy outscores doug yep and yet still finishes in eighth place bad beat for billy i'm sorry Mm -hmm. tough one tough one there billy uh yeah so not a whole lot more to add on to that matchup. I think I think we've covered it. 
Um, our next matchup, we'll have a live analyst here for CD's Nuts. These Nuts. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> 101.32 over the redacted seventh place team, whose name I will never, ever, ever say. 84.60. David Ellis, the floor is yours. 60 seconds. Tell us about your team's performance. The clock starts now. Well, it was all right. I'm not going to say get all excited and say it was really good. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, eh, he was all right. Nothing special. Very disappointed in that. Kareem Hunt really let me down, um, getting hurt and coming out of the game. Um, Connor, I loved Connor. Except I saw in the last play right at the end, I was I think I saw it right off the bat. So I'm like fall to the ground. I'm like, shit, I really didn't need that going into the playoffs. So hopefully he can regroup because I'm a little low on running backs. Other than that, You're a little low on backup running back. Like, stock is laugh. low. We only have three months reserve. We got- laugh, but where am I? Yes. That's it. Oh, where am I, bitch? Exactly. I made the playoffs somehow. I don't know. Below, below me in the standings. That's all, that's all I care about. <laughs> I'm in the play. Right. Sorry, Dave. I don't punch down. My bad. Okay. Okay. No draft picks. Came there drunk. Fifth round. Still managed to make the playoffs. I don't know what else to do. Proving once again that uh, if you tune in on to the Draft Picks Don't Matter podcast, <laughs> this is the Points Matter podcast. You can see our our uh, our other podcast, Draft Picks Don't Matter. <laughs> um, the funny thing here is, remember on last week's pod, I was just jokingly said to myself, like, I thought it was like 50-50 that Doug would swap out Kennedy and Drake and put in Melvin Gordon. And, and of course, he didn't. And 50-50 was probably being generous, but um else loses if uh if he makes that switch right could you uh, i mean you probably expected he wasn't going to make that change right ellis i i really wasn't sure i was i was about 50 50 on it too because he he picked up free agents on the on the waiver so i'm like okay clearly he's doing something but when it got to like friday and he still had drake who was out for the season for like a week in his lineup i'm like Drake may be in his lineup the rest of the year for all we know. I'm not sure. <laughs> so he, I can add something to this guys. I, I, I was, I was annoyed when I saw this at first, like, I'm like fucking Doug leaves Kenyon Drake in his lineup. But actually, to be honest, like I appreciate Doug because I looked at, you can look at the lineup changes and actually Doug went on, on, um, I believe it was Tuesday seeing that Melvin Gordon hadn't played the previous week. And made the change to put Kenyon Drake in his lineup thinking, okay, you know, let's do the legit thing and, and put Drake in because he had played and he did Melbourne play the previous played. week. He, he started with two legs intact. He did start that game. Correct. So he, he actually went on and made lineup changes. I appreciate that Doug. It's unfortunate that Doug didn't, didn't, you know, continue to monitor the situation and realize that at the end of the week that uh, Kenyon Drake was not actually active. And had that cost me second place and $150, I might've been slightly irritated, but in the end, it didn't matter. You know what? In a few years when there's a bunch of sites that start covering fantasy and like sending alerts and notifications to phones and and whatever, then I think we're going to be prepared for a situation where Drake's not in the lineup, right? Yeah, and still Doug won't be listening, so it's okay. No, he won't. won't. Um, Ellis, anything else on this matchup? Um, 
Not really. I think you pretty much said it all, right? What are you going to do if, I mean, it sounds like Connor's okay, but Hunt's out certainly for, you know, at least a week or two. And I mean, you're a little getting a little thin at, at the old RB when we're not having, uh, not having Taylor put you on his, his shoulders, uh, last week kind of didn't help. Right. Yeah. But the good thing about it is the playoffs. I have Taylor. That's right. You do. Um, <laughs> we'll I don't that gets one note here, Adam. Um, yeah. you know, la- the last time I was on the pod, well, I was on for a short, a short while last week, right. but two weeks ago, I issued a public apology to Cordero Patterson. He's had a, an awesome season apology to Rob. He had a great, you know, made a great trade. It was a solid trade. He's been as valuable, if not more than Stefan Diggs. Ellis, I'm going to give you credit for James Conner here and an apology to James Conner. He has been unbelievable. Like on the ground, not so great this year, 13 carries, 31 yards this week. Um, yep. But through the air, I think they said like the most one-handed catches of the yes. year. What five, the hell? One, oh, was James it five Conner? or six? One, either five or six one-handed catches this year, which is unbelievable. For unbelievable, yeah. the guy. I don't understand what Pittsburgh. What like? Apologies to James Conner. He looks legit. He has made some unbelievable plays. He has been carrying that team. Well done, James Conner. Ellis, well done picking up James Conner and playing him. And you do remember when that trade was made? I was on the pod, and Adam goes, "Yeah, another pointless trade made." James Connor for uh, whoever the fuck I gave up for him. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it, it, it's a blind spot of mine in fantasy. And I, I will admit that, that I am like, you know, there's people in the world who are like racist, sexist, ageist, whatever. Like I'm, I have like a, a bias against like running backs that aren't like the main guy. And it, I, I call it a blind spot because like, I never would draft, um hunt a guy like that right who's totally productive and could be like a great you know third running back in your team but like i don't know i have this weird bias against guys that aren't like the main guy so you guy like connor i totally disregard and then obviously you know edmund gets hurt and now he's he's going off so bravo they're they're all so it's a nice pickup thank you and honestly ellis like you, you were not you said you weren't like super happy with mahomes but you know 20 of 24 258 yards he killed it in the first half. He was killed money. It, yeah. And they just they just took the foot off the gas in the second half. They actually had – they ended up with three top 20 running backs this week. Edwards Alaire, Darrell Williams, Derek Gore. Yep. You know, all they did was run in the second half. But Mahomes was on point here in the first half. Yeah, it's not as much about Mahomes. I don't really like the way that Andy Reid calls plays now. He is so conservative. He doesn't, he doesn't play – he doesn't call the plays like he used to. They used to like just go full board, just keep scoring and scoring. Now that he just kind of what drains the clock and just, I don't know, it's a different team. Well, it's kind of weird how all of a sudden now these last few weeks are all of a sudden like this defensive team, you know, the same team that, you know, couldn't stop a Pop Warner squad the first few weeks of the year. So, yeah, that is, I, I do miss the old like shootout KC. Maybe that comes back at, at some point if they, if they have to. But, and uh, Ellis, that's, that's partially related to the defense that's been playing against them. Like, I didn't I didn't look closely at how the Raiders were playing them because last time they were just playing the single safety. But, you know, other teams have been playing the two safeties back and daring them to throw deep. And they just they just aren't taking it like that's the way you're supposed to do it. So maybe Andy Reid is just doing what he's supposed to do and, you know, taking all the short stuff. So I read a stat that basically said like the the whole, you know, two safeties high. Right. That's been the narrative this year of like how you supposedly stop KC. 
And the rate, the percentage of two safeties high in the two Raider games is like half of what every other team has played against KC. Stupid Raiders. And they've gotten shredded. And then this week was the worst, right? Like, I kind of figured the Raiders would just kind of no-show and just go away quietly. But then they come out with all that bravado and they're like standing on midfield or whatever. And then they just get their just little fanny smacked for, you know, the whole freaking game from the start. It's like, how embarrassing is that? Like, give me a break. Yeah, seriously. And then just quickly on Doug's side, like there's not a whole lot to talk about. Justin Herbert looks elite. I think he's a, he's a potential keeper for this team. And honestly, like Melvin Gordon still looks really good. Like I, I don't, I don't see anybody else that's, if he leaves and goes to be the feature guy somewhere else, I think he is legit a keeper on this team. It's funny we call them or you call them Meh Vin Gordon yeah. after, after my C uh, my C H Meh M E I did yeah and and he kind I mean kind of was but I mean dude has like produced uh, majorly you know and again kind of same thing right like I never considered and I like Melvin Gordon but I never considered yeah. taking him and like I could have he would be a steal like he I don't know where he went but it couldn't have been before like the I remember when Ellis took him I was like God I. I it seems so early for Melvin Gordon, but sure enough, like, I don't know where he is year to date, but he's got to be like a top t- top 15 back. Right. I think. Yeah. He must be, well, maybe not top 15, but he's been very good. I, the only reference I have is I know, like in my 14 team league, I passed on him to take Trey sermon. In the oh, fifth round. oh yeah. And then yeah. Melvin Gordon went in the seventh round of that. League, yeah. And I'm just like, what the hell was I Melvin thinking? Melvin Gordon missed one game and he's our RB 15 on the year. So well done. Um, well pretty, done. Melvin Gordon. Pretty dang yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. So that's, uh, I think that covers that matchup. Uh, the next matchup, our shootout of the week, the cash money millionaires. Three cash, homie. 140.22 over his name. Number two. Finally, we come to my number two man. His name, number two. Who does number two work for? Who does number two work for? That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss. Hey. Hey, just grab a hold of something, bite your lip, and give it hell. Come on. We're going to get through this. Hey, that, that sounds pretty nasty. How about a courtesy flush over there? 136.72. First of all, maybe I'm dense, but Chris, you got to explain the name to me. I, I, I missed that, the reference on this one. Oh, okay. Well, this is, uh, yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll drop it in there. This is Austin Powers. Uh number two he is my number okay okay now i get it now okay got it right so uh i i I had to come up with something for uh number two this seems like the best the best uh spot uh you know if if you were a legit podcast host you could have just gone on the youtube and searched for number two and you could have yeah i definitely could have if i wasn't uh, working my day job but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but next year when this becomes the full-time gig and we're making that you know big time podcast ad money then i will do that extra work there's no doubt about it yeah, so I mean, I feel good, you know. My team produced this week. It was a great week for Brady. 
Great week for Adams. Um, Matt Gay, once again, coming through. Well done, Matt Gay. Star of, the, star of the team, Matt Gay. Gay, gay, gay all the way. Yeah, I haven't heard that part of the podcast last week. Ellis, just to let you in, I, I've listened to the first half of last week's podcast. I have not listened to the second half yet. I'm not looking forward to maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should, we should, since you haven't listened to it, it's perfect. We should play that because we didn't, we didn't get any voicemails or emails this week. So maybe we'll play that. Oh, what a surprise. That. Weird. Yeah, I'm shocked. So weird. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'm happy to play that for you live if, you, if you'd like. Yeah, Yeah. okay. That, I mean, okay, honestly, like, I made a mistake, you know, not playing Aaron Jones over, over oh, I almost said Corey Dillon there. Well, blast from the Corey, past. whoa, slow down. AJ Dillon, like, honestly, I didn't even give it a second thought. Like, I wanted Dillon in my lineup. Dillon has been so good. You know, he, he's just like a, a force. He reminds me of Eddie Lacy, but just with moves out there, like – and, and, not, and not like, fat. Yeah. I mean, he is kind of chunky. He's <laughs> Eddie got, Lacey, but with muscle instead of fat. He's got some thunder thighs for oh, sure. Oh, man. Ellis, uh, Ellis used to just give me such a hard time about Eddie Lacey. This was like, this was not, this was kind of in the fin- fantasy dinos- dinosaur era before I started, you know, crushing again. When I, was, I was scuffling and keeping the likes of like fatty Eddie Lacey. And Ellis loved to just like, Every time a bad picture came out, he'd love to send it to me. And like, oh, this guy looks like a fucking <laughs> offensive guard. Like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> your keeper, you know. And sure enough, he ate his way out of the league. And like, yeah, and he was good. He was another Alabama running back in a line of like, how many good Alabama running backs are there in the league? But he just yeah. ate his way out of the damn league, you know. Once again, me, we're talking about me versus Rich, and Adam, Adam brings it back to his old player Eddie Lacy. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I did involve Ellis in it as well, so it's not just solely me. <laughs> Anyway, so I didn't even give it a second thought putting AJ Dillon in there. I wanted him in my lineup. I honestly almost put Aaron Jones in there over Zeke Elliott. Had had Tony Pollard played, Aaron Jones would have been in my lineup if it was splitting carries. Oh. But once Tony Pollard was ruled out, I felt good about Zeke Elliott, but uh, that was wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I too bad he's just like old and washed. I mean, you know, the role should. He, I mean, he should be if 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 Pollard was healthy and he had the whole role. That whole role. Oh my gosh be like to the moon you know yeah it would it it would be awesome so i almost put i was i wish i wish pollard would have been ruled out i would have aj dylan uh aaron jones in there would have got me an extra win but regardless good solid week feel good about going into the playoffs um big game from tom brady interesting stat for tom brady that, that i got this week uh since he joined the bucks last year tom brady in the red zone 53 touchdowns zero interceptions is that good? That That's seems good. Freaking unbelievable. 53 yeah. to zero. You know what um, I you know what I love about Brady? And I say that facetiously because I, I don't like really like love anything about Nobody Brady, likes Brady. I don't like him either. Yeah. Go ahead. He's so emboldened right now. Like, I don't know if you watched the that last game, uh who the where they played Buffalo. Yeah, the Buffalo game. Yeah. He got all pissy with one of the linemen at Ed, Ed Oliver. And then the next play he had a quarterback scramble and he ran up the middle. And then he did this like late slide with spikes high like he was like fucking ty cobb going into second base you know and then he had this like whole attitude and he is he is so emboldened because he knows defenders can't lay a hand on him because as much as you can't hit a quarterback like goddamn you can't be within like two feet of brady because you're gonna get flagged so like he knows that he's like he's like a made man right they can't touch him so he's walking around with that swagger like i'm, I'm just over it. you know that's enough like let's let's be done with the brady era Pretty much. And and what I'm hoping for here as we go down to the end, like you you see this, like you saw it with Rodgers last year with him throwing yeah. like 48 touchdowns or whatever, like 
he knows the MVP is in sight. Winning MVP at 44 years old, you got to get those those one yard touchdowns. So For let's sure, make yeah. sure we get down to the one. We're not handing off to Fournette. Let's Chris get those Codlin touchdowns on the wide receiver screen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yep. I'm hoping that that helps me out here going down the. I really think this can make a difference. Like it's stupid. It's a stupid part of. But fantasy. it could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, and, and, and they can score so many different ways. It's like, really, what's the difference between handing off to Fournette to fall in the end zone or, you know, throwing a back shoulder to Evans and, you know, getting the one yard touchdown? It's like, there's no difference, right? Exactly. <laughs> They'll make either one happen, you know? Exactly. So I'm hoping that works out. Um, I thought Adams looked really good. I thought, you know, he started off, I was really hesitant about him. I almost wanted him to not play like, not really because really? I, to, I wanted to get the second place, but yeah, I was really, when you hear hamstring injury, it's really like, yeah, it's really frustrating. But he, and he started off, I thought really slow. And then that touchdown was just like yeah. beast Adams on that touchdown, just making a move, getting into there, into the end zone. Super sweet. Um, so yeah, pretty happy, pretty happy with my team looking good going into the playoffs. Rich's side. Like I think rich, you know, rich puts up, puts up 140. I, I've always thought he had a yeah. good team. Still slow on the on the wide receivers, which is crazy. With Tyreek and Metcalf both having having rough games, Kyler looked better. He he just was unfortunate that Connor got the touchdowns at the end. Yep. Leonard Fournette, RB six now. That's crazy, man. You know what's so funny about Leonard Fournette? And yes, I'm gonna like kind of hijack this and make it about myself. Just just because. Oh, what do you know? Would never imagine. Just because it's relevant to Fournette is a, a few years ago, and I, and I, it's so bad. I don't even know like who like which one of like Doug's friends this was but like one of the dynasty guys that are like you see their team names and you're like oh he's one of the guys I don't know like I don't really know his name but like if I ever want to trade with him like I gotta go get his comp contact <laughs> info right so we did that trade a few years ago where I gave him Michael Thomas and it was like when he was still good Michael Thomas and it was for like for next any other running back and I got New England's defense the year they're crushing and and a uh, number one pick but then shortly thereafter like Fournette fell out of favor more in Jacksonville he went to total shit he got cut and it was like oh my gosh I traded Michael Tom Michael freaking Thomas for like a defense and this running back who just got cut and a pick that who the hell knows what that is and also now like it's like Michael Thomas who the hell knows what what's going on with him in the future and Fournette like as long as he comes back to Tampa like he's a locked and loaded like a keeper like you said right here I, I do. I think he is. It's amazing. And it also depends on if Brady comes back. I wonder when we're going to see Brady just say, yep, I'm done. I mean, eventually, eventually, yeah. eventually it's going to happen. But uh, yeah. as long as it doesn't, like Fournette looks looks legit right now. So, yeah. Dave, any thoughts on uh, the uh, Rich Chris matchup from last week? I was surprised about A.J. Dillon. Um, I would like to see Chris just shove in Dillon and Pollard for our playoffs. That would be nice. <laughs> So, so definitely keep that thought and do that. Maybe just put in Jones, Dylan, and Pollard. Would you like to set all of our lineups, Dave? Nah, because I'll probably I'll probably screw myself somehow. Okay, <laughs> like all my bench guys aren't even like active playing, so you could wouldn't be too hard. But uh... not much more. I mean, Rich, I like Rich. Has got a good team, you know. Poor guy, you know, he's just gonna have to sit in the basement again. Well, bring out the gimp. I think the gimp's sleeping. Well, I guess you just have to go wake him up now, won't you? Uh, 
but uh you know he's got a good team you know the consultant helped him you know decently this week previous weeks the consultant really let him down i don't know what was going on there but he's definitely uh definitely got to talk to that guy yeah he the other weird thing is like when his there were a couple of different consultants that called him this year one of them we couldn't really understand like did you hear that? Do you, do, you, do you know anything about that consultant that was like, you know, unintelligible? No, nah, I couldn't understand that one. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Milton Melvin or something like that? <laughs> oh, no, that was the good one. The uh, Milton McLovin or what it was yeah. Milton McSomething or other McCumpin. Like, I don't know, but it was good. I, I enjoyed that one. That, that was one wasn't a consultant. That was that was his uh, that was his partner. That was the consultant. Oh, his partner. partner. Yeah. Overheard oh, Milton the- McHorney. That's what it was. Oh, there you go. And he overheard the conversation that Rich was having with the consultant. Oh, OK. You need to set the stage next time. I mean, whoever sends the voicemail and you set the stage next time yeah. a little bit. Um, so last time, enough. if you remember, guys, just to put a bow on this, I beat Rich by yeah. one point when uh, there was like two sacks right at the end. I got two sacks from my defense to beat him by one point. So, you know, I want to give Rich credit. Well done. I can I can be happy for you for getting this win because I got second place. No, no hard feelings. Well done, Rich. Uh, sorry, it means nothing to you, but uh, well done, buddy. Bravo, Rich. We'll see you on the golf course. Uh, speaking of, Rich and Doug texted me earlier today trying to get me to go golf next Sunday. And I'm like, it's the it's week one of the fantasy playoffs. Like, I'm not, and, and and Doug's like, just download the, the Red Zone app and you can just watch it like in the golf cart on your tiny ass TV, like your tiny ass uh, phone. Like, no, I'm going to be at home watching my team dominate. Thank you very much. Oh, damn. Watching it dominate. You forget, Adam, this is going to be... Uh... Week 15. This oh, is not the time oh, that you dominate, buddy. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. Watching my team lay a huge freaking egg and get bounced in week one. That's what I'm going to be doing. Yes. So I'll see you on the golf course in week yes. 16, my friends. Important things going on this week.
so let's move on to the last matchup of the week, shall we? Here come Debo. I'm Debo. Who? Debo. 170.92 over. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. 128.24. Um, no one wants to hear me talk about my team. Chris, Dave, take it away. Take it away. Great. Uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about your team either. I just have some interesting facts. Um, you know, for Rob Cordero Patterson, we gave, gave him his props a couple weeks ago. Well done. I found an interesting stat on the Falcons this week. They're six and seven. They're right in the playoff hunt. Matt Ryan has been horrendous. Somehow for a six and seven team, the Falcons are a minus 108 point differential. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's terrible. I, well, first of all, I'm like blown away that they're in the playoff picture. I mean, that, that if anything says, that, okay, the NFL shouldn't add playoff teams. It's the fact that the Falcons are in the mix because they're fucking shitty. They're terrible. God. Yeah. Seriously. Like the, the, the NFL was the only one that had the best playoff setup. like, you had to be top 12 yeah. out of 32. Like that was hard to do. Yep. And, but it's very possible that sometimes like even a 500 record would do it. And yet they've gone and fucked it up. And now it's seven and like, it's always going to be a 500 team. Well, I mean, the weird thing is like networks don't pay you billions of dollars a year for not playing football games. So they got to play some football games, you know, I know. got to get that, got to get them, get cash those checks. And, and honestly, I'm not mad at it. I enjoy additional playoff games. Like let's bring in there, but we're going to have these situations where you have these crap teams that like these teams don't deserve to be playoff teams. These teams should be tanking for draft positions. You know, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's so bad. Like there's no way the Falcons make any noise in the playoffs. So I, I just no. thought that stat was ridiculous. Trust me, as a guy who thought Kyle Pitts was like the second coming, and I I still do believe that to some degree, you know, that noodle that's hanging off the right side of Matt Ryan's body is doing that team no favors because he is, he just got, he looks cooked to me. He really does. So stupid. And then so like, yeah, crazy stat on the Falcons. Here's a crazy stat on the, on uh, the Jaguars, you know, looking at James Robinson, six carries, four yards. The Jaguars have averaged nine points per game over their last seven games nine <laughs> so stupid but at least their coach is like a uh very moral uh family man who you know very core you know what i swear to god like he urban meyer has to be punking us all right like he is openly trying to get fired he might as well wear a shirt that says like please fire me so i can go take some lucrative college job and not give a shit that like handshake with um Vrabel at midfield like what was that like did you see that after the game last week yeah that was fucking nuts and then the shit that came out with Josh Lambeau today oh my gosh yeah like Josh Lambeau so apparently before he got cut he's sitting there stretching out on the side and Urban Meyer comes up and kicks him yeah and Josh Lambeau says don't you ever fucking kick me again what are you thinking don't you ever fucking do that and Urban Meyer says I'm the fucking coach I will do whatever I want what the hell is going on? The funny, this is the, unbelievable. Like, well, who does he think he is? The only funny part of that is, jo- I don't know if you remember, Josh Lambeau used to kick for the Chargers when he was in, um, when we were, when they were in San Diego. And there was this one famous game against the Raiders where he basically, like, he missed the potential go-ahead field goal. And it was, like, not a difficult field goal. And then uh, Sebastian Janikowski for the Raiders hit the game-winning field goal. 
and it showed him like running up to Janikowski right after the game, like big smile on his face, like really happy to meet. Maybe it's like kicking idol or whatever, even though he like missed the game winning field goal and Chargers fans just like hated him after that point. Um, and so there's a buddy of mine who's a big in the neighborhood, he's a big Charger fan. And I, I sent him that and I was like, you know, in fairness, like Charger fans wanted to kick Josh Lambeau so many times over the years. Like <laughs> we don't really blame Meyer, but to your point, like what the hell? This guy is like batshit crazy. It does seem like it, like just totally been so many just insane stories yeah. with this, this guy. Like the the girl who looks like his granddaughter, like grinding up on him in the bar. The uh, the Lambo thing, the handshake. There was the James Rob, the weird like James Robinson thing. Like he's had some like weird exchanges with reporters. Like I mean, <laughs> like what more does the guy have to do to get fired? Like my goodness, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, so crazy. So it just <laughs> I don't know what more has to happen, but it's really you know nuts. it wouldn't surprise me if it was like after the season that comes out that the Jaguars are like, oh, we, we've mutually agreed to part ways with Urban yeah, Meyer. Yeah, and then there's something where it's like, oh, he's got a problem. He's going to go check into this little like facility for 30 days. And then like 30 days later, he's going to come back and be like, okay, I'm good. I'm ready to take a college job. You know, like he's such a slime ball that like something like that is, is totally going to happen. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, really appreciate Rob putting effort in, picking up players, setting a lineup, like well done, Rob. Hook me good up job. With good place. effort, Rob. Yes, good job. really appreciate that. Rob, tell you what, you're getting a Christmas card from me this year, buddy. Really appreciate that. Got me 150 bucks. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's December 15th, and like Gina and I have not even discussed Christmas cards. <laughs> I guess <laughs> we'll see you next this. year on that one. <laughs> well, well actually, done, like, Rob. Really I, appreciate I, it. <laughs> I, I kind of messed up. Like, I, I, um, no one wants to hear about the holiday adventures, but it's, it's kind of funny. Like, we were going to Gina's mom's house for Christmas Eve, but it was like this weird thing where like we were going to go pick up some family, like older family members who live in Valley Center who they don't they can't drive at night. So it was like, OK, we're the closest ones. So we're going to go pick them up and then we're going to drive all the way south to her mom's house. And then afterwards, we're going to drive them all the way past our house north to Valley Center. And then like and then like all these like things. And I'm like what are we doing? Like, why don't we just have it at our house? Right. Like we're kind of in the middle of everybody. And then as soon as I said it, it was one of those things where I was like, Oh, like there's no, you can't get that back. Right. Like it's, once it's out, there's no putting it back. And then, so like about, it's been about 72 hours and, and my wife said nothing but like shop for decorative bullshit and like placemats and, you know, have work done at her house. And yeah. Nice. So, I'm an idiot is what is basically what I'm trying to tell. I don't know what the point where I was going with that. Besides well done. Just, idiot. I was well a freaking idiot. Don't, don't a believe more anything I say. Here. A couple more points here, and then I'll turn it over to you. Let you talk about your team. Let you have your moment. So uh, interesting facts. So, you know, I'm sure people saw what was going on in this Bills game, but it was nuts that the Bills literally had one running back carry on like a fake punt in the first half. Yeah. Besides that, Zero handoffs to running backs in the halftime. Yeah. So it's like they learned something from the Patriots last week and did the complete opposite. And, you know, it almost worked. They almost come back against Tampa. I mean, it it has some merit because Tampa Bay is a major pass funnel where we know they just stack the box against the run and they have Vita Vea and those guys and they want people to pass. So Buffalo's like, cool, we'll pass, you know, no problem. But Obviously, it didn't work, right? They got buried, and they didn't really start to come back until they handed off a few times. 
which uh, I mean, obviously having Josh Allen, I love watching him run a bunch of times, but it's like, man, that's not their, their offense is, is seriously predictable. Yeah, it was crazy. So, so nuts how they one week after this new, this crazy New England game that they had the exact opposite game plan and it almost worked. Um, one last stat that I'm going to give you guys, George Kittle, the first tight end in history with 150 plus yards and a touchdown four different times. He's the first tight end in NFL what? history to do that. Seriously, I haven't heard that. Really? Yeah. Four times. So Kelsey, like was Kelsey done it like three times? I don't know, but I just know he's the first one to do it four times. I mean, it, it's definitely, I mean, 150 yards is a lot for a tight end, right? Like that's like a receiver going for 200 basically. Yeah, I don't know how this this happens for you, you know, back-to-back weeks. And somehow I managed to lose back-to-back weeks in the Dynasty League just to pull an Adam and reverse this into my own situation. But somehow I have George Kittle on my Dynasty team and somehow managed to lose back-to-back games. I don't know. Well, what the you know, on. you talked about Kittle having what you would say it was four times where he had 150 and a touchdown. Yeah. So I went back and, like, I had this perception that, um, it feels like, you know, cause I've had him pretty much every year, except last year he got hurt and I traded him while he was hurt. And then obviously I didn't have him at the beginning of this year, but I've had him since his breakout. And it seems like he always comes up big at the end of the year. Like I can think of at least three or four, like major, like long touchdowns he had, where it was like, he had one against green Bay a couple of years ago, where it was like, it basically like won me the record season title, like with that catch and other times. So I went back and looked at his playoff record. And so we're not in the playoffs yet, but this year, like you said, last two weeks, 22 catches, 332 yards, and three touchdowns. So those are two of the four weeks you mentioned. Um, you can throw out 2020 because he was out for basically half the season. He came back for the last – for week 16, so kind of throw that out. Going back to 2019, he had 12 or more points each week of the playoffs. And in the first week of the 2018 playoffs, which was like his big breakout year – he went seven for 210 yards and a touchdown. So uh, that's the third of, so three of his four games kind of came like late in the season, their playoffs or like right before the playoffs. So yeah, it feels like he is a, a clutch guy. And um, thanks again, Rob. I owe you, I owe you two Christmas cards for uh, dropping <laughs> Kittle on the wire so I could scoop him up, and bring him back home. Yeah, seriously, like what what some of us wouldn't give to have George I mean, Kittle. I, I, I would much prefer George Kittle over Travis Kelsey in my lineup. Ellis, I'm I'm assuming you 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 might like to have George Kittle over Dalton Schultz in your lineup right now. <laughs> you know what sucks? Or a gimpy ass Darren Waller. Yeah. What sucks about George Kittle is I saw him on the waiver wire at least for two weeks, and I don't know why I didn't pick him up. I thought about doing it, and then for some reason I just didn't do it. It's the well, same as all of us. I mean, we're looking yeah. at an injured guy yeah and we're just like ah what is he gonna be i don't know well and it was it was i think part of it is also he started the season slowly for whatever reason you know the first couple weeks he you know he didn't he had one game where it was only like 17 yards or one game of 40 yards and then you know just like nothing i think they had their buy in there when he was hurt too so there was a period of a month where it's like you got this guy who hasn't put up numbers he's hurt they have a buy and all of a sudden he's just on the wire. And then even like the first week he was back, I didn't start him until he had that first big week. And then, you know, every week since, obviously he's got these couple of monster weeks, but uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you guys know for years, I love Kittle, but like, I mean, how much fun is that guy to watch, right? Like whether he's on your fantasy team or you're a Niners fan or whatever, like that guy is like one of the most fun for me, at least one of the most fun players in the league to watch him play. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely right. I mean, and I'm looking at his game log right now. Like first game, he didn't score a touchdown his first four games, and then he got hurt. Yeah. He's out for two game for for three games he missed. So he literally had zero touchdowns through yeah. eight weeks. Like you know, no one wants to pick up a guy like that no. in the league. Like we, you really have to have some confidence that he's gonna stay healthy and and you know perform, which he hadn't done at that point. So yeah, and then all of a sudden you look at it: six touchdowns the last six weeks and uh, three hundred plus yard games. You know, two monster monster tight end you know week winning type week so i mean there's very few tight ends out there that can give you like a a week winning performance and he's he's on the short list that's for sure yeah so i mean just looking at this matchup i mean well done rob i, I like i said i appreciate you setting the lineup good call i'm putting rogers in over stafford rogers with a monster week cordero comes through again alvin Kamara, monster week uh cooper cup was solid jamar chase the return of jamar chase adam he was your number one receiver, I believe, in our recap. <laughs> he finally comes through. Yeah, you know, I was watching that. I was thinking about that because I know you, you – and you're right. He hadn't done a whole lot like the month before or prior. But he did have a couple of plays, including one where they ultimately – like it was a diving catch in the end zone, and they wound up, you know, overturning it because it did, you know, the ball move when he hit the ground. But just plays like that that are just grown-ass man plays. And you realize, like – I know you and I were kind of comparing him and Jefferson, and obviously, like, no one loves Jefferson more than you and I. So, you know, we, we both get that, but just think about what this guy has done and then put into context, like it's not a fair fight to compare him to Jefferson right now. Like think about him compared to Jefferson last year. And then also imagine what chase is going to be like a year down the road. Cause he's a rookie and for a rookie to put up numbers like this, like um, you know, you can't go wrong Jefferson or chase, but I stand by it. Like if we're talking in two or three years, um I, i'm confident we'll say like hey chase he's the undisputed top receiver in the league and honestly like let's hope that joe burrow like joe burrow was a highly touted prospect if he turns into what he's supposed to be which he's shown flashes of that's way way better than you know having Kirk cousins so 100 right and that was part of the equation right is you think that you know, Burrow should theoretically, unless something goes wrong, be there for the next 10 years, you know, at least through Chase's life as a useful fantasy guy. Whereas who knows, like Kirk Cousins could be gone next year and they could draft some rookie quarterback. Like imagine like a, a and I like Justin Fields, but if it was like a Justin Fields type quarterback that went to Minnesota next year, like you're going to think of Jefferson a little bit different as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so that's all I got. I don't really have a whole lot on this game. I guess the only thing I had, and it's like really nitpicky, but, um, I can't complain about Debo. Obviously the guy is a uh, wide receiver two on the season. He missed a week. I mean, the guy just continues to just do nothing but produce, but it's a little weird and kind of concerning that they've seemingly like just completely stopped using him in the passing game. I, I really love like how he's got this running role and it's like five or more carries and, you know, the last four games he's played and that's awesome if it's additive, but if it's taken the place of his receiving game completely, that's a little concerning, right? So you look at, you know, the beginning part of the season, he didn't have less than nine targets in a game or I'm sorry, less than eight targets in a game all the way up to week nine. Um, if you look at the last four weeks, he hasn't had more than four targets, including games with one target and two targets. So um, kind of, I don't know if that has to do with his injury this last week, he wouldn't play the full complement of snaps, but I'd love to see him get work on, you know, if they're just going to marginalize him as a running back who carries the ball five times a game, like that's not a, you know, very valuable role. Like, sure. He keeps scoring touchdowns and kind of defying those odds, but you know, 
if you're like, hey, you're going to start, the, you know, this guy's going to get five carries this game. He's not going to cast the ball at all. Like, you're not really excited about starting him. So it's kind of, uh, I'd love to see him get the ball a little bit more now. Yeah, I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but it, it feels like this is related to like Mitchell. When Mitchell's healthy, he's more of a receiver type. And when Mitchell's yeah. hurt, they're using him more as a running back. Um, I know that's happened a couple times this year. So I don't know if that's that's real, but it kind of feels that way. Yeah, if only I knew somebody who who was connected into the 49ers and could give me some insight into this. Maybe I should uh I should reach out to that that person. Like a consultant, you might say. Some kind possibly, of consultant. possibly. Shout out, Casey. What's up? Black Mountain 49ers. Uh my 49ers consultant just smacked my ass down in our neighborhood fantasy league this this week. So uh not high on my list uh this week. All right. All right. So let's uh oh. Okay, so it's time to move on to the waivers review. And so we're going to unveil waivers live on the pod. Chris and I jumped on a little while ago and and like, oh, hey, we forgot waivers ran. So let's go take a look and thought, nope, let's do it live on the pod. So, Chris, you ready? Yeah, let's ready. I All just right. clicked on it just now. Okay, I'm uh, headed over there as we speak. Probably going to be anticlimactic and a bunch of garbage, but Okay. There you go. See these nuts? These nuts? <laughs> Got him! <laughs> uh, Rashad Penny. I like that. I did put in a claim for him. Oh, you are you really reaching on the Cam Akers, though. I got to say, like, all this talk about him coming back. The dude tore his Achilles, like, seven months ago. Like, slow down. If he comes back, he's getting, like, three carries a game. Like, don't get worked up there. Hey, hey, hey. three carries a game is, is pretty money on Ellis' team. <laughs> I didn't pick him up for that reason. I know you think you he might be a keeper or whatever. Like, cool. Keeper. I'm 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 drafting in the fifth round next year. I'm. I know. I, I get it. But we know you love uh, you love running backs in a in a uh, timeshare, and he certainly applies. So, um, let's see. Oh, hey, I got Ramondre Stevenson and Dallas Goddard, a couple of uh, backups for my bench. Um, Chris, you got the Seahawks and and our man Joe Burrow. I put in a claim for him. Yeah, I mean, you got to go into the playoffs. You got to have a backup quarterback. Um, yep. So this, let's start at the top, though. Yeah, it's interesting. Rob goes ahead and picks up Hunter Renfro. We thought that might go to Ellis. Yep. Ellis was was Rashad Penny your first choice? Yes. Okay. So I Adam thought Renfro might be your first choice. I kind of thought Penny would be, and so Penny yeah. is. I think he definitely has potential. I mean, he's almost guaranteed he's going to be hurt. But if he doesn't get hurt, he sure. has potential for sure. Oh, I've been waiting like four years in Dynasty for <laughs> that potential to show out. Yeah. So Penny was my first choice too, but I mean, I got like six running backs. I didn't. Re- it was one of those where I didn't really want him. I really, I, I need a defense more than that. So the Seahawks have two good matchups. I'm happy to get them, and uh, I'm hoping Joe Burrow never sees the light of day on my team. But if I had to, if I, I think the only way Brady goes down is if he gets COVID because everybody in the fucking league is getting COVID. Right oh now. my God. And, uh, Joe fucking Burrow steps nightmare. into my team. So, yeah, we might have to talk about that. I mean, who knows what, you know, I obviously the way they test, I think there's more in the beginning of the week, but oh my gosh, like, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I know Ellis, you do notifications on your phone. I don't know Chris, if you do, but it was like every two seconds, blah, blah, blah on the COVID list, blah, blah, blah on the COVID list. And, and, I'm just like every time I keep waiting for it to be one of my guys because it's like sooner or later. I mean, there really hasn't been like a super relevant guy yet, right? Like I can't think of anybody, at least this week, that's super relevant that got popped, right? What do you think, Ellis? Anybody you think of? From this week? 
Yeah, like recently on the uh, on the the COVID list, I can't I can't think of anybody for like that. that's irrelevant. But there was Beckham. He was uh the day after his game. Sure, but there well, are teams. There are teams that have like the Redskins have like eighteen guys on the thing, you know. And you see, not just in football, but like the NBA, they postponed a couple of Bulls games because they had so many guys in the protocols or whatever. And um, I was listening to this doctor. So there's. He's not a consultant, but I have like any a uh, injury expert that I um, listen to. I don't pay any money. It's open source. Go ahead and find it if you if you desire. But he was talking about like why so many people have gotten popped for COVID lately. And it's basically because like the NFL tests a certain way. But then if like somebody on that team, or I don't know if it takes like a certain number, but like one or two people on that team pop positive then also they go into these protocols where instead of like testing the guys like once a week they test them every day so like of course what happens the more you test the more positives you get so instead of testing like once a week they're testing like monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday so like people are popping all like along so it's kind of like he called it a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like if a team starts to have like some positives chances are they're going to have a lot more just by the the nature of how they test you know that's crazy to hear. I did not yeah. know that. So that's super interesting. Like guys could like m dozens of guys could have legitimately had COVID and we wouldn't even have known about it if they were only testing once a week. A hundred percent. Like think about a guy and they talk about like, cause there's weird things where like if a guy is vaxxed and he tests, then it's like, he could still play four days later or something. So like theoretically, if they tested on Monday and it was negative and then on Tuesday you get it by the time, whenever they test you next, like you're good. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's so weird. I did read something that they're going to, they're going to like, I don't hear the details, but they're going to like bump up testing or something. So, I mean, it's like, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to be on this podcast talking about like whatever week it is and whoever's team it is, they're going to be a major player who's going to be like, can't play in one of these fantasy playoffs because of this. It's going to, I mean, it's only a matter of time. Like I just have my fingers crossed. It's not my team. It's going to be somebody, right? I mean, really like <laughs> already, we're already dealing with my like, I mean, Brady's probably the most important player on my team, but my second most important player is Nick Chubb. And the Browns are just ravaged right now. You yeah. know, <laughs> they they have Mayfield out, their head coach, Landry, uh, two linemen, and then I believe one other player, their tight end maybe. So the Browns yeah, are just totally bunch. in trouble. The Redskins, uh, not Redskins, I'm sorry. I did not say Redskins. The football WFT, team. how dare yes. you. You the racist. football team and as well as the Rams all just ravaged. Well, the Rams had a bunch too. Yeah. Oh, so I saw this. I don't know if you saw this or to say, but you mentioned Chubb. <laughs> Did you hear Case Keenum's quote today about Chubb? No. Oh my God. I mean, clearly he didn't mean it like this, but uh, here I got to click. I got to get the full quote. Sorry. It's just, uh, it's too good not to, not to get here. Okay. Uh, Case Keenum on the opportunity to play with Nick Chubb quote, Having a full chub back there is going to be really good, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> so Case Keenum really good. Yes, Keenum, I agree. A full chub in the backfield. Uh, yes. so I got a, a chubby right now. Bet the Browns heavy is I, I think is what I'm trying to say there. I mean, I mostly agree. Full chub is gonna be uh <laughs> we know you like a full but... chub. We are aware. Ellis, your thoughts on full chub. What do you think? And pulls a large sexual device out of his pants. Yeah, I like him too. <laughs> you like him or you like the full chub? Oh, I just like the full chub. He tells the girl that he has a very large penis. 
Like, honestly, I'm not so I'm not feeling so great about Chubb this week. They got all these guys out with COVID. They all are. They already had like their best lineman, Jack Conklin, out. Yeah, Um, it's going to be really tough for the Browns this week. And I'm not feeling like Chubb is going to be like some massive, amazing game this week, honestly. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't do shit. And let's just bounce you out the first week. What do you think, Alice? You good with that? I'm good with it. I think Let's just Chubb- get rid of Chris the first week. What do you think? No, we don't want that. Come on. <laughs> no, it would be best if I just beat you in the finals. That would be the best outcome for the pod. I agree. And this podcast will come to a screeching end. <laughs> so that's it for the waivers review. Honestly, uh, hey, but Adam, one more, one yeah. more thing. I want to. Yeah. I, I don't know why. For some reason, I want you to talk about your team. Why? What do you? I mean, Ramondre Stevenson doesn't look good. What are you seeing there as a, your number one pickup? I mean, uh, he wasn't my number one guy. I wanted Penny above him. I wanted Renfro above him. So he wasn't like my number one guy. But I just, I'm just looking for depth, right? It's just about like, hey, we got these two extra roster spots, and I just need a couple backups. Like, I need a backup tight end. I only have one on my roster. And honestly, like, I was like, Goddard could almost like even an 18 league, like based on what he showed that game with Minshew. You know, I think he had 80 plus yards, two touchdowns. I mean. He, you know, he's a legit option at tight end, even in a shallow league. So if something were to go wrong with Kittle, knock on wood, hope it doesn't, you know, he's, he just, he'll, you know, hopefully he never sees the light of my lineup and same thing with Stevenson, right? It's kind of a, just a bet on like, there's, there's just jack shit left on the, you know, the free agent running backs. I mean, if I'm looking at it right now, there's just, there's just nothing. I just felt like I wanted one more running back. And ultimately it was between a guy like Stevenson or picking up like a Devonte Booker to, just be a handcuff to Saquon. And honestly, like I'm not convinced that Devonte Booker with the role in full is any more valuable than Stevenson with like 10 to 14 carries for new England. So I just thought, Hey, I'll just roll the dice with him. If Harris has his hamstring flare up, he could be a legit option for me. Obviously I can use a third running back with no McCaffrey and, you know, not having a, a whole lot else there. Right. Yeah, I didn't give any shits about Dallas Goddard. I just wanted to hear about uh, Stevenson. So thanks for uh, wasting my time. Yeah, you're, you're, you're but, welcome. Uh, I mean, really, Stevenson. He- I'm interested in. I have him in Dynasty. I think that I think he looks really good. Um, yeah. He's sharing carries right now, so it's not. There's, it's hard to see. Harris was coming off an injury. It sounds like he's going to play, but I think he could have been really interesting if there was no Damian Harris. Well, let me. So for me, it was like a depth play, right? So let me read you. Let's just do a fun exercise. So I'm going to read down, and and Ellis, you play too. I'm going to read down the list of available running backs and stop me when I get to a guy that you would prefer rather than Stevenson. Just in this, like, not necessarily put in your lineup, but just have on the bench, right? Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay, Devontae Booker. Devin Singletary. In your case, case, actually, probably yes. Okay, and I I understand that, but um, Devin Singletary. No. Mike Davis. No. Mark Ingram. No. Kenneth Gainwell. No. Ty Johnson. No. Latavius Murray. No. Naeem Hines. No. Alex Collins. No. Uh, Dave, you might be interested in this next one. Dearness Johnson. No. Another backup running back. And then it just goes down. It's like Brandon Bolden, Boston Scott, Khalil Herbert. I mean, it just to, you know, fun game, but just to illustrate that there's literally. There Super fun game. Nothing of value on the, the wire. So I just needed to grab a running back as in just like. Fuck He's it. never going to play. Thanks for your $3 donation. Exactly. Right. You are, you are very welcome. So Here's that is the waivers for you. What'd you say, Ellis? He was my second choice if I didn't get Penny. Wow. Oh, okay. There you go. I mean, I'd much rather have Penny, San Diego state guy, 
obviously uh, one of the longtime guy, dynasty guys. So I hope he keeps producing for sure. Um, so let's move on to the WTF of the week. Um, what the fuck? Chris, you got anything this week? It was hard. I looked around. I didn't want to waste too much time on this. Um, this is really weak. So this is only going to apply to like half the league. But my WTF of the week is um, in Dynasty, like points don't matter. The fuck? We have a guy in Dynasty, this guy, Danny. I don't know who he is, a friend of Doug's. And this fucking guy won last week. He beat me because Lamar Jackson got hurt. So I lost by like 10 or something because Jackson gets hurt so early on. And now this guy has like 150 points less than me and Adam. And he's in control for a playoff spot in our Dynasty League. And it's just like, what the fuck? This guy is not a good team. And yet he's looking like he's going to make the playoffs. What the fuck? Yes. This, uh, you know, I, I second that. This guy, team name, hey, owner, Danny Garcia. What's up? Shout out. Um, I don't understand his team name. I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> I, especially for a guy who's like actually in the money right now. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't really quite get that, but yeah, his team is like, I'm looking down his lineup right now. He has a few players, right? He's got, you know, he's got the Ellis um, RB2 mentality with Connor and Hunt leading the way, but he's got Aaron Jones. He's got Deontay Johnson. But besides that, it's like Julio, Austin Hooper, Alex Collins, Miles Gaskin, Bateman, AJ Green. Like, how the hell is this team ahead of us in the race? I, I, I can't even, like, I don't even can't even wrap my head around how this team is. He's got Connor. He, you know, how is this team ahead of us? I don't get it. This is all you need to know. This week, like, we're still live, Adam, because this yeah. week, this team, Danny's team is a 12 and a half point underdog to Doug in the fantasy in the, in the <laughs> okay? that's amazing Doug whose team name is quote if you lose to me you should quit Seriously, <laughs> exactly quit. <laughs> <laughs> amazing Doug who has over 500 points less than the first place team Mr. David Ellis all in amazing and he's a 12 and a half point favorite it's unbelievable danny congratulations my friend wtf of the week yeah like honestly if the guy pulls it off well done if not i'm in big trouble that league because i gotta play what ends up being a very solid 11 and 3 team we're not going to mention what team that is um, 11 and 3 1772 points mm, i'm in trouble bad. there adam you got a good shot you're playing a 3 and 11 team so uh best of luck to you there well if there's anything we've learned from the dynasty league over the years is whoever dominates in the regular season is absolutely going to lay an egg early in the playoffs so i've lived that many many years so congratulations Ellis. Ellis. do you want to weigh in on that dynasty league uh, real quick how are you feeling about that well, my team sucked last week, so I, I think if I limp into the playoffs, I should be good. Yeah, just so everybody knows, that 11-3 and three team is Ellis. He's, uh, he's kicked some ass this year. I got to go against him this week. I got to win, and this uh, Danny guy got to lose in order for me to make it, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to come down to that. I mean, I don't think my team is, like, in. even if I make the playoffs, I'm not, you know, it would take a lot of, a whole lot of stuff going right for me to win. Like, my team is not, you know, I've already kind of started the rebuild, but... But yeah, it'd be fun to make the playoffs nonetheless. Um, you know, my WTF of the week, I really don't have a WTF. Honestly, I was going to come out here and I was going to just say, like, I don't have a WTF of the week because I'm just happy. I, you know, I won the regular season. It's what I care about the most. I got the keeper. I'm not really worried about the playoffs now. Like, whatever happens, happens. But I kind of had a WTF last night. So I'm traveling this week. 
and I don't have a lot of time to do stuff. Usually like, cause you all care about my fantasy routine, but usually like Tuesday afternoons, I do claims for all my, like every league. I just like, will bang out all my waiver wire. And then like for our leagues where it's Wednesday, like I might go back Wednesday and like change a few things or whatever, but like, I just try to get everything done on Tuesday in case things get busy and I forget about it or whatever. So I went this Tuesday to our fanball site and I tried to submit my waiver claim and I got an RT sports error message that said, I'm sorry. Um, after week 14, there's no transactions in this league. So my WTF of the week goes to the commission. You probably had to go change something today to get that to work. Right. What the fuck? Yeah. And, uh, shout out to one David Ellis for pointing this out to me. Uh, this, I had no idea. This was, I was going to text you, but I was like, I was running to like a dinner last night and I was like, I guarantee someone else is going to tell him. So I'm not even worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. No idea on my end. I, I wouldn't have done the waivers for that league until this afternoon. So uh, I wouldn't have known. Thanks, Dave. Uh, this was left over from last year when we, it was still only 13 weeks of regular season right. where the waivers would have been done. And so I never changed the setting to allow it for one extra week. So Ellis, thanks for pointing it out to me. We got it squared away. That, that is not on Boris. That's all on me, uh, RT Morris. Sports, my, my bad. What's up with the vanilla face? No problem. So I won't, I won't fully give you the WTF of the week, but I just thought I would mention it. No, I kind of deserve it. I totally forgot. So let's, let's move on to the next segment. Survey says. Survey says. Let's talk about last week. Uh, recap. Tell us what, uh, what the survey was and then kind of where things stand. I know we wanted to have Ellis on for this so we can have some discussion around you know, this, this topic. So recap where we're at, Chris. Yeah. So this is actually left over from two weeks ago. Um, the, the survey was, you know, we had, we had six votes to keep kickers. And so we will be keeping kickers uh, apparently much to the chagrin of one Douglas Shabesta. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. Flip out, man. Uh, that's all done. And then the question was, should we add a second flex or keep it at one? Uh, you know, we've talked about this on the pod. I think me and Adam were in agreement that a second flex would be cool. It'd be fun, you know, add some spice to the league. Um, so let's look at the results here. The results are in, we had only seven votes as of, uh, last week's, we did not have a full, a full amount of votes. And I kind of had a suspicion that maybe it was Doug on his, uh, what we call in poker tilt, like massive tilt last week. Uh, on tilt. I love it. About like fantasy football in general. But, but this week we are, we do have a full eight votes. The votes are in. You guys want to take a guess what, what the, what the final tally is here? Uh, so I know it was four to three, right? Yeah. So obviously we have one of two choices. I don't know who the last vote was. Uh, so remind everybody what the two choices were. It was add a second flex or essentially just keep it as is, right? Right. Keep it the same with one kicker. Yeah. And one so I'm, I'm guessing it came up 4-4, four, four, like we're split even, yeah? Ellis, what do you think? I think it's 4-4. Four, four. You guys are right. 4-4, four to four, we got a tie. Uh, you know, with a tie, you can't really make changes. So we're going to keep it the same. Everything stays the same, guys. There's a nice, boring league. All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here, please. You know, we're going to have our one kicker. We're going to have our one flex. Everything's going to stay the same. No change. That's all right. I, you know, I like tradition. It's all good. I have no problem with that. Uh, we'll just continue on as is. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that was super anticlimactic. And there yes. we go. Any, uh, we going to do another survey? Like, I like the idea of the surveys. And I feel like there, there's something here. What uh, do you have something else like before we wrap the season, like a next next survey? Well, so we lo- we talked about earlier in the in the um, in the pod, you know, when we were both uh, kind of pounding our drinks. But uh, <laughs> well, we're, I we're think, not still I think... pounding our drinks. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. Yeah, I think our best. I, I I would like to vote on you know if we should play for this compensatory draft pick. So my idea is that instead of playing for like this, you know, 60 bucks, who cares, whatever, we put on the line one draft pick, basically pick nine in the draft. It would be right between the first and the second round. Whoever wins the toilet bowl gets this compensatory draft pick. So this is a big deal. Like you have to decide whether, you know, you think we should have this available, whether you think, you know, everybody who has a pick is giving up one spot to basically the guys in the toilet bowl um, and, and whether we want to, this will put 60 bucks back into the prize pool and put a draft, a draft pick on the table. I think it would make it something really worth pay, playing for in the toilet bowl. So I'd like to put that on the table in this week's survey. What do you guys think? thoughts, Dave? What do you think? So I like it a lot. You know what I'm thinking though? I just thought about this just now. We should, uh, so we should have that as the incentive for the first, for the guy who wins. But then what about if we put something big on the person who loses? Like what? What do you, what do you think? Like, uh, just a, like, big like a duty, like a draft pitch type duty? Yeah. So it's hard because basically you're saying like the guy that loses is the guy that goes out the first week, right? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm hesitant hard, on that. Because like, let, let's like say 20. the guy who goes out the first week was fourth place and he was like a 500 record and someone else was like two and 24, like, or whatever, like, that's kind of rough, you know? Yeah, I'm hesitant on that, too. All right. Well, I definitely like the, the pick. Considering I usually win, it works for me. Okay. So we'll put a survey out there. Hopefully, I won't get any backlash like I got on the last one. I got some backlash on. Uh, I thought the kickers was already decided. What are you doing putting a survey out? Ah. Yeah. Got a little. little. Uh... Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean that really got out of hand fast. Yeah. Somebody any uh, any updates on that, or we don't want to talk about that on the. I, I don't have any update. Okay. Uh, you know, I, uh, a couple texts going back and forth, but uh, no update on that yet. Status so. quo, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll put a survey out though. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what people think. We'll you know we discuss it here on the podcast. We'll let people listen. I don't know if anybody listens. It'll probably just be us three. But uh, Bueller. 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 <laughs> According, I mean, there's stats like I got this thing from uh Spotify. They do like the year end, like if you're just listening, they do like a year end thing, but like they do it for a podcast too. And it was like showing like how many listeners. So, according to this, like we have seven consistent listeners. So, I don't know if that means like I'm assuming it means like seven, including myself. Like, I don't know if it counts me because I just put it out there or whatever, but I'm assuming it does. So, at least seven of us are listening to it regularly, according to Spotify. Okay, well, that's good. I'd be very yeah. interested to know who the one person that isn't listening. But uh, yes, let's let's get, let's out them. Yeah, like so, who does not listen, show your IP address. Let's go. Are you sure you're okay with this? Just ring the fucking bell, you pansy. I'd like to interrupt this program with some breaking news because I think it's important to the league. Oh, excellent, oh, Dave. Yes. 
Urban Meyer just got fired. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. We were just talking about that. That's a huge one, Ellis. Well done. Good job. Finally. Now, now, How does that happen at 1242 Florida time? <laughs> God damn. You got to be a stupid motherfucker to get fired on your day off. Right? Like it's in the middle of the night in Florida. How does that just now break? I don't know, but he's out. Wow, that's nice. Wow. Must have had another woman or something. I mean, I told you, like he, it's like the the guy could not have made it any more obvious. He was trying to get fired, you know. And, and everybody made the joke earlier that he was trying to get fired to get the USC job, which obviously, you know, they got Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma, and that didn't happen. But like, I guarantee, like in a, he, so here's the thing: he's either going to resurface as like a broadcaster for Fox because he was. He was a college broad, college football broadcaster for Fox. And supposedly, like, everybody – I heard somebody say, like, everybody who worked with him loved him. So, supposedly, like, he's a different guy. Like, broadcasting is either going to wind up there or he'll take some high-profile, like, coaching job at some big-time university for a bunch of dough. Like, he'll be back in our lives shortly, I'm sure. Wow, that's a good one, though, Ellis. Well done. Thanks, Ellis, uh, the breaking news. I love it. News. So while we have you on, Ellis, I want to I want to talk about some other things. Um, so, well, Adam, let's get your take. What do you what would you think about that that survey? Like, would you want to do that or or no? I mean, I think so. I think I, I think I'd be open to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I don't know. I guess I'm looking at it as a guy who's like, and this is not trying to like pump me up, but the reality is like six of the eight years that we've been in the post build era, I've been in the the championship round not the toilet bowl right so if we're looking all of a sudden like we're going to give the winner of the toilet bowl a first round pick or a compensatory for first round pick and let's say i'm the guy who wins the title right and i get the eighth pick and then you know some schmo who you know went six and 18 and then had a couple good weeks is like the pick right after me just for nothing like i kind of was anti that at first but but i also agree like there should be some meaning behind the toilet bowl and there is not currently it's like who gives a shit 60 bucks, whatever. So, I mean, I'm, I'm open to it for sure. Yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, I always just want to find ways to make fantasy competitive, regardless of when it is like, it sucks. If you're in the toilet bowl, I've been there. It sucks. And like, but if you, and I don't give a shit, I'm sorry, but I don't give a shit about winning 60 bucks. It's just like, whatever I'll, I'll put effort into it. I'll pick up players. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll try, but I won't, I, I won't care that much. But if you put a ninth pick overall on the line. I will care. I, I feel like that'll make it really interesting and fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd go so, all out if it was I was in the toilet bowl and that that compensatory pick out was out there. I'd be yeah, I'd be all for it. Anyway, we'll put it up for vote. If it if it votes, you know, if it's four four, we won't do it. It's five three. We'll think about it. If it's more than five three, we'll do it. I think it'll be cool. And and if it doesn't, we'll try it for a couple of years if it flies and and see how it goes. I, I just don't feel like a, the number nine pick. How often is that? a super difference maker but in terms of like how we think about it you know before it happens it's like wow i want that pick right like yeah i'm just not sure it, it'll make a huge difference but it will be fun to play for i think yeah I, I guess we'd have to go back and see and like look at the archive and figure out like just look at that ninth pick and like was it somebody impactful did it ma ultimately matter like this year i'm just looking at the draft this year uh uh, Rob took James Robinson at the 2.1, which was the ninth pick. So for half the season, it mattered and half the season, it, it didn't matter at all. And you look at the, let's just look at the players picked around him. So the couple picks right before him, Allen Robinson, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, uh, the couple picks after McLaurin, Amari Cooper, Josh Jacobs. So, I mean, to your guys point, like that's a bunch of picks in that range and, and really like, you could say Cooper's been okay. Like he's, 
he when he's played, he's done well. Besides that, I don't think he'd want any of these guys, really. No, but when you think about shooting for it, it's just that maybe that there's that chance that that could be something really really. Oh, good, for sure, know, right? So. Yeah, but I do like the the whole like not trading, no trading that. I think that makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, I think it'd be fun. So while I have both of you guys on, I want to talk about one other thing. Like, um, so this roster setup, we started this a few years ago. And I remember proposing it as like, okay, you know, NFL playoff teams, it's not like they're out there. I think, I mean, it's not like they're out there picking up really important players every week. It's like you have your roster and that's what it is. Like, do you guys think this is how it should be? Like, should we allow pickups during the playoffs or is it good how it is where we like set our roster and this is how it is? I like a combination of the both. And what I mean by that is I do like the fact that you have to set a roster, right? So I like the fact that it's like, hey, whether it expands, whatever, like these are your guys, right? I, what I don't like is like you and I talked about before was it's like, do I really want to roster a, a second kicker in the in the hope or not in the hope, but just in the event that Justin Tucker were to pull a hammy or something and you know, for the first time in his career, he misses a game, which is not very likely, but like it could happen and you don't want to be in the championship and like he's out with a hamstring and you can't pick up another kicker. So I feel like there should be like one, you know, maybe like once a year, like you get a in case emergency break glass kind of kind of thing. Right. But I don't know how we I don't know how we set that up. Alice, what do you think? I mean, I'm kind of like mixed on it. I can see how, you know, we, we do this where you expand it. I like the expanding it. I didn't remember us doing that last year, but I like how we do that. And um, I think there's a little bit of strategy there. Yeah. I don't really like having, um, you know, two tight ends, although I guess this week I kind of needed two tight ends anyway, but, um, but I can see as well. I think it kind of sucks if you're in the, if you're in the playoffs and then, you know, one of your guys goes down and you're just kind of stuck and you, you know, with a zero, after you worked all season just to get into the playoffs, you know, it'd be nice to be able to go pick somebody up. So I don't know. I'm kind of mixed on it. So here was my thinking. I remember, you know, first thinking about this years ago, like a few years ago when we first started, this was that, okay, as the year goes along, if you think about the top four guys, certainly the guy who's at the bottom of this or whatever, the top eight, the bottom of the standings should get the first choice at pickups. But if you think about it now, now we're into the playoffs and the four of us, me, you two and Coop have made the playoffs. If you allow pickups during the playoffs, the only way to do it would still to be in the reverse order of standings. But there's no reason once we get into playoffs that anyone should have priority over anyone else is my thinking. We're all four playoff teams. No one should get priority over anybody else. And there can be big priorities. Like if you, say this were the first week of the playoffs and we were allowing the first, you know, we were allowing pickups. And what if this really is what Rashad Penny is? And so because Ellis just happens to be fourth place, he gets Rashad Penny. And this is what Rashad Penny is. That just doesn't sit well with me. Sure. You know, once we get into the playoffs, I feel like we all four should be even. Like it's a reset, but how do you meter that then? Is it like you get a small auction fab budget like how do you meter that you know i mean that that's meaningless because if there's somebody like penny who you really you go all in budget, right yeah it's just all in you bet right. you get the whole thing the, so i just wonder really what i want i i like this setup and really what i think is that actually we should probably just allow like a kicker pickup if you had to because yep. 
I feel like you should have to back up everything else. Like I have two tight ends. Um, I know, I think all three of us have two tight ends and yeah, now, I, think, yeah. I know me and Ellis have two quarterbacks. I don't know if you have a second quarterback, Adam. Uh, not yet. No. So, but, but I, but I planned to roster one prior to the start of this week's games. Like I did put in a claim for Burrow and then I have somebody I'm prepared to drop to get a quarterback just because obviously so I just think, yeah. I, I really think that the real good, the, the proper setup would be to have to be how it is and then, but allow a kicker pickup if you had to. Sure. I don't know. Alice, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I hate to like waste a spot and have an extra kicker. So no one has done that too. Yeah. Never... So that would be kind of nice just to have a kicker there. Yeah. yeah. So I think a kicker pickup would be fine. So, but I like this setup, but do you guys know what I mean by like not no one having priority over anyone else? Yeah, for sure. No, I know. I mean, because like entering here, Essentially, we're done with the regular season, but we're still enforcing regular season rules for the waivers entering this week. And then, I mean, I guess potentially it would continue to be that same rule, right? If you allowed pickups past that point, right? Right. And I just don't see any reason why anyone, it's like a whole new season, the playoffs. There's no reason that anyone should have priority over anyone else. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, something to think about for the future. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So looking at the past rather than the future, we had our uh, really, you know, decent end to the season. We had our we had a rough uh, pass there in terms of picking games where I think it was like a five or six weeks where neither of us were even like above 500. So we wrapped up the last couple weeks pretty well. This last week, I go three and one, you go two and two. Um, I finished the season a couple games over 525 and 23. Um, you finish at 22 and 26. I won my lock, uh, finished at six and four. You lost your lock, finish at five and five. Um, I don't know if we're going to keep doing picks. I, I don't think we're going to do weekly picks through the rest of the year, but we're going to kind of talk about our predictions, not just for the uh, championship, but also for the toilet bowl. Um, so with that said, let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So let's start with the toilet bowl um our four contestants and i went back and i looked at pulled records for again what i'm calling the bilby era which is 2013 and on when he took uh tim's place Timber! so in that time our four contestants uh both rich and doug have not won a toilet bowl um whereas mr bilby has won three of them and who am I leaving out here? I, <laughs> I apologize. Rob has not won any toilet bowls previously. So um, if you look at total toilet bowls, Ellis has won three. Bilby has won three. Uh, so in terms of the contestants this year, Bilby, the only one who's won toilet bowls. What do you guys think? Uh, who's looking strong this year to flush that thing? <laughs> I like rich. You do. That's the first time I've ever heard those words come out of your mouth. Remember when you say <laughs> I like rich? Uh, <laughs> it feel weird to say that. Your it's thoughts. Really tough. I bet. That had that couldn't have felt great, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was really hard. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. I don't really yeah. like anything yeah. of Ricky's, but 
There's something weird about the stats here, though, because this goes back to 2013. So that's like uh, eight years of numbers yet. And Bilby has three toilet bowls and you have Ellis with three toilet bowls, but Ellis isn't even in the toilet bowl. So I don't know what I'm missing here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? So I, I started out like looking at the numbers and I was trying to figure out like, and you see in the doc, like I put our like playoff uh, resumes in there, but I kind of messed up on the doc because once I was tallying up the different uh, like, number of times people have won the toilet bowls I accidentally put ellis under the toilet bowl section so i was like i had to scramble there and be like oh fuck. honest mistake adam honest, honest mistake. mistake sorry okay. i don't know why it's just my natural reflex to put ellis in the most toilet years bowl you'd be dead on you know putting something like that no problem adam <laughs> <laughs> my bad dave anything to retort there no nah, it's okay i deserve it there you go i love it um so what do you guys think in the toilet bowl uh dave you said you like rich great cash homie um chris anybody stand out for you um i know yeah i mean here's what i got um you know it's a crazy injury list for bilby if you look at his team he has nine guys out of his 15 that are currently showing as questionable or out on fanball or on uh rt sports whatever uh so it's nuts. He's like the one like devastated by injury. Um, I think he probably survives this first week just because Doug's team's looking a little rough. So I think Doug's probably going to be first out this week. I have Billy going out second. And then I agree with, uh, agree with Ellis. I think Rich going to, going to take it over Rob in the final. Three cash, homie. There you go. Rich, you getting that vote of confidence. Uh, I'm going to go with Rob. Um, I think part of it, just having Kamara back, um, definitely different difference maker, getting that kind of workload. Cooper Cup, you know, can continuing to kill it. And you know what? Like, I feel like Rob is kind of <laughs> Rob is teetering, right? Like, I feel like there was he was kind of like really back in, and now he's like just so anti, you know. <laughs> Rob's struggling, right? So he's got that love-hate relationship. I'd like to tilt the scale back to the love a little bit. I, I love you, dude. I love you, bro Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Brosif Goebbels. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. Okay. I think Rob takes that toilet bowl. Not that's that's going to be any consolation to him, but that that's my pick. All, all right. right, all right. There we go. So we got two picks for uh, Rich. We're L, uh, Adam going to take uh, Rob. So uh, super exciting. Uh, Sixty dollar <laughs> prize on the line there, guys. Can't wait to see who wins that. Oh, the drama, the drama. So let's move on to the main event. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. The playoff, the championship bracket, our teams, again, from the Bilby era. Chris, six playoff appearances, one playoff championship. Coop, five playoff appearances, one championship. Ellis, three playoff appearances, one championship. And yours truly, six playoff appearances, two playoff championships. I'm going to open it up. I'll give my thoughts last. What do you guys think looking at the teams? Um who are you worried about? Where do you feel you guys stack up? Honest assessment, smack talk, whatever you guys want to, to give us. Let's hear it. Ellis, go ahead. You're the guest. Well, I need a little bit of luck. Um, I need I need Mahomes to really come through for me. He's got to play well. If, I, if he puts up 7, 10 points, I'm screwed. Um, if my running backs, I only need two of them each week. If I need Taylor to stay strong the whole time. If he can do well for me, I think I got a good shot. Definitely have a good shot. Are you picking yourself to win the whole thing, Ellis? Yep. Because I love me some me. 
Really? Nice. Nice. I like it. And so you said if Mahomes gets seven to 10 points, you're in trouble. Um, Do you think that's unique to you? Like if your quarterback scores seven points, you're in trouble? (laughs) Or is that just, (laughs) are you the only one that might be in trouble if your quarterback scores seven points? I'm just wondering. Well, I I need that because I'm a little like the rest of your team's not as good as our teams. Is that what you're saying? No, we'll see at the end. (laughs) I got the MVP, the best player out there, Jonathan Taylor. Thanks to you. Appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. It still hasn't been enough. You owe a thank you card, just like Adam owes a thank you card to Rob. You owe a thank yeah. you card to Rob. So, no, serious question, though, here. I'm just looking at your your team page, and I know it's obviously early in the week. But, like, as it stands now, like, your lineup, you, you're starting Rashad Penny. Is that something you think, like, might actually be, like, an actual – your lineup? In week one of the playoffs, the guy that has had one fantasy relevancy uh, game in, like, two and a half seasons. I've, I've gone back and forth on it. I'm not sure. Um, it depends on what, what happens with Lamar Jackson. I'm not feeling too hot with Chuba. Um, Chuba. Chuba. I, I really, be honest with you, when I picked up Penny, I was going back and forth between him and Stevenson because Penny, I'm, I'm a little nervous that he's just not going to make it through the game. He's, uh, you know, like we, we've talked about, he's just not consistent. And I haven't seen. I, much I don't know why you would think that, given that like sixty-seven percent of his career games he hasn't made it through. Like I don't know why you would. Is it even that low? I thought it was around ninety percent of his. It's games. a lot. Yeah, it, it is a lot. Oh right yeah, there. I'm a little nervous of that one. Um, but you know, outside of that, I think I got enough that I can at least get top top three in this and uh, and survive this week. That's what it's about: survive in advance this first week. Um, yep. I don't care what the score is; just just get through it, Chris. You're up next. What do you think about this week and the playoffs as a whole? Yeah, so uh, let me start out with the team that I think is going down this week. The the guy who was just, uh, you know, did not have the time to join us tonight. We, we wanted to have all four playoff teams on here. And uh, Mr. Ryan Cooper just could not make the time for us. Uh, you know, too busy with work. Crazy excuse. I don't know who would use an excuse like work to not attend a podcast. Yes. Uh, seems seems Whoever did that is some bullshit. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but, uh, you know, first off, before yeah, I spent a couple seconds here ripping Coop, but I'm going to give Coop credit because, you know, he lost the most important person in fantasy. You know, fuck you, Jonathan Taylor. Derrick Henry was the most important person in fantasy. And once he went down, I thought Coop was done. I mean, I thought it was over. And it was not over. Coop put, put it together. You know, he pieced, his, he pieced it together. He made it to the playoffs. Well done. Um, but this week, it's just not going to work, Coop. Um, Antonio Gibson, uh, Ellis, Antonio Gibson uh, did not take advantage of his situation last week when it was Antonio Gibson's season. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, fumble and he got benched. It's over, Antonio Gibson. Goodbye. We'll see Are you, you later. Saying buddy. it's the end of Antonio Gibbs' season. Yes, it thing. is. I love it. So he's done. Kirk Kiz- Kirk Cousins is garbage. Uh, no, no worries there. The Jeffersons. Well, we're moving on Uh, the Jeffersons will not be moving on up this week. They gave me a little scare last week when uh, Van Jefferson caught a 50-something yard touchdown, but uh, the Jeffersons will not be moving on up this week. It's Coop going down this week in the first week. You know, next week, uh, I'm sorry to say, but uh, 
you know, there's in an A team league, you got to have a good quarterback. Your quarterback's got to be producing every week. And when you have a rag quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, it's just not going to work, Ellis. <laughs> it's over, buddy. Patrick Mahomes is just not Patrick Mahomes anymore. I got Dak. James Conner is not. Oh, Dak. Oh, 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 oh thank you. Oh, please. <laughs> please put Dak Prescott in your lineup. Oh, please. Oh, oh man. Just funny. make this super easy. And never mind, Coop. You're good, buddy. If Dak Prescott's going in the lineup, you're going to survive no problem because uh, – because uh, Ellis is just going to go ahead and bow out week one. But uh, James Conner is done. Um, you know, Rashad Penny, this is a situation where uh, it looks so good last week. Looks so fun to put a new guy like yeah. this in the lineup. But uh, that's not Great time. Work. Look, did you or did you not have a good time at the party? I had an awesome time. Frank, I know that you had an awesome time. Okay? I think the entire town knows that you had an awesome time. I'm trying to ask Mitch whether or not he had an awesome time. Yeah, I had a good time. Ellis is going out week two, and this is just setting up for a uh, epic, epic matchup in the final. The fan ball, epic matchup in the final. And you know what? It's not even going to be close, Adam. It's going to be a blowout. <laughs> Tom Brady is going to stomp you American history X style. Oh. Uh, just right on the curb, buddy. Oh. Curb stomp. Oh. Over. Put it on the curb right now. That's it. Now say good night. Oh, it hurts. Lock it up. Second championship of the Bilby era. Oh, one Chris Pfeiffer. It hurts. It hurts. Oh, so obviously it's up to me now. Coop can't speak for himself because he's not. He's not here. no one's surprised. I'm going to, I'm going to pick myself while at the same time, knowing that there's like a 99% chance I'm not going to win. You would think there's like a 25% chance. Cause there's like four of us and you know, blah, 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 math and shit, but no, yeah. it's like a 99% chance that I'm getting skanked. Cause that's what I do in the playoffs. Like, you know how wedding crashers, these like crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Well, and football nice. that's what maryland does <laughs> winning regular seasons and getting skanked early in the playoffs that's what this guy does and that's what i'll continue to do um except not this year no 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 for the second time in three years i'm going to dominate you sorry asses to the tune of winning the regular season and the playoffs i'm taking it home and i don't give a shit who's gonna make it to the second week of the third week doesn't matter i don't care you're all not relevant. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even predicting past that point. I dominate. You guys all like, meh. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> She's out. She's out. Cool. Cool. She's out. Cool. cool. She's out. <laughs> what time you want me to bring the bitch back? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. I, I actually, I think it's kind of funny that you have this reputation of like bombing in the playoffs, and yet apparently, according to your stats here, I have six playoff appearances in the Bilby era and one championship. Like apparently, I'm the one that uh, struggles in the playoffs here. Well, so. I think a lot of that came from dynasty. I mean, because there were like you know so many years where it was like, I mean, I had outrageous regular seasons of like 
you know, I think 12 and one, you know, 12 and two, 13 and one, whatever, like crazy seasons. Then, and then like the first week of our season just get bounced over and over again. So yeah, that's part, but, but yeah, it was interesting because you look at, I'm like, I'm the only one who has more than one playoff title. And honestly, like the first one I had was just like, my team was garbage. And it was like, it was everything I hate with fantasy where like, I barely made the playoffs. I sucked in the regular season and I got hot for like three weeks and won the playoff title. Um, so I'm not really a fan of that, but that's the only reason I have two. and everyone else. It was like totally spread out, you know? So it's interesting to see, like, it is really a hell of a lot easier to make the playoffs than, than to win it. That's for damn sure. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, this has to be a record for a uh, longest podcast. Uh, this is- uh, and we're not done yet because we did talk about playing last week's voicemails, which you didn't hear uh, real quick. So you guys got five minutes to hang on for these voicemails. Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes. Let's go. All right. Here's our vo- first voicemail for you. Hi everybody. This is Chris's team. Yes. Chris's whole team. We're all talking at once. This is Tom Brady. I am in charge of the operation. Obviously. Uh, Zeke's over in the corner. He's eating some cereal, spilling milk all over the place. That guy's just a real disaster. Um, Miles got a boo boo on his ankle, so he had to go to the hospital. He had a little, a little alley, but he's gonna be okay. Um, I haven't seen Amari. He was around here. I know he wasn't feeling well. He might, he might be in the bathroom. I'm not sure. Um, oh, Gronk, Gronk just spiked the beer. Chill out, Gronk. Chill out. Um, I haven't seen Travis Kelsey. Travis. I haven't seen Travis in a while. He's been really quiet. Gosh, really. I don't know what's going on. In my opinion, that sucked. Um, but I'm still here. Matt Gay, star of the team. Gay, gay, gay all the way, like my manager Chris likes to say. Hey, hey, hey! Little fellas, I enjoy the pod. I love it every week. So I can't wait. I just listen all the time. And I'm, I'm really hoping next year that we can beat Adam. Um, I really, it's not great losing to him. It's, it's an honor just to play with him, but not great losing to him. So just remember, gay, 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 all the way. You guys, you have, have yourselves a great day. Better, better, better. Triple B and improving. Ciao. <laughs> wow that was amazing <laughs> i thought this i thought this was part of last week's podcast though i just didn't hear it was that not it, it was the the problem was when i so i have to share the when i share my screen there's a little button you have to hit press like share sound and i forgot to press that so you weren't hearing you were hearing kind of just the sound from like my speakers rather than through your speakers so okay yeah i played it but you couldn't hear it so this is just for your your benefit live since you haven't listened to the rest of the pod so you didn't end up. You did end up putting it on. on I did. Yeah, I put it in, but it, but I still wanted to hear your reaction. But you still that. wanted my reaction. So you decided to re re-enter it on. Rerun it. Not project. just that, but we have one last voicemail from. Wonderful. Last so let's, let's play it. This is great. Let's cue it up. Hit it. Hey guys, just calling in real quick. Wanted to say I love the pod. Hey, so sorry. I, I don't have a lot of time here. Um, you might hear the sirens behind the cops are after me. Um, you might ask what I did. Um, I, I committed robbery. Yeah. Um, I took George Kittle, the machine, the man, the myth, the legend off the free agent wire. And I used him to dominate all your sorry asses. Uh, and now the cops are arresting me. Bye. Fortunately, I got out of jail shortly thereafter, but that was a tough day. Yeah. That one, that one doesn't work as well. The, uh, that one the- fell a little flat, right? Yeah, I mean, good, good idea, but uh, and that one doesn't resonate as well with me because I have George Kittle in Dynasty, so I love. Yeah, him, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's like we're giving you a high five. On that sorry, one, you're right? not going to get any jealousy out of me on that one. I, I drafted George Kittle in the fourth round 
of a dynasty draft. Oh, yeah. You guys, round, you, guys, man. you guys tanked on that one. Yeah, that guy. That guy is an absolute beast. So this has been a one long ass pod. It's after 10 o'clock here in Santa Barbara. So I, I think it's time to call it. Um, I'm going to kick it to Dave first for your final thoughts. Ellis, what do you got? Looking forward to the playoffs, and I can't wait to take you both out. With a lie detector test determined, that was a lie. <laughs> Chris, Arr. any final thoughts? Arr, arr, arr. Yeah, that was some... Uh, some uh, I'm too tired. not good, Dave. I'm too tired. <laughs> I expect something better. <laughs> That's, I think we have our, uh, our uh, episode title, I'm Too Tired. There it is. <laughs> This was awesome, guys. This was so much fun. Like, seriously, like pushing three hour podcast. This was, but it was super awesome. I can't imagine anybody's going to actually make it through the whole thing. No. But if anybody did, Rob, Ryan, Rich, Dave, Dave, Doug, and Adam, you are all a bunch of Gilmores. And Gilmore, you suck, you jackass. Adam, how are you feeling? I feel great because I'm a champion and I'm here with my beautiful lady, Mashiva. There's seven of you I'm talking to, and I wish three of you the worst of luck this week. See ya. Make some noise if you're down with me. One, two, three. Hit me with the horn, 20. Keep making noise. Keep making noise. And some of y'all won't, but listen, let me clear my throat. Oh, have mercy, babe. Ha! I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat. Special dedication going out to everybody here in Bahama Bay in Philadelphia. Here we go now, check it out. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, rock to the rhythm of the funk and vibe So I can get busy just one more time To the beat and you don't quit It's that old school rap with that new school hit Be the piper, pick the pimp up, the cool rap, the rock And I can still rip up the house Every goddamn time I get on the mic, I go crazy Peace out the CeeLo, flex and duck lazy I bet you never knew, but now you know I'm the undisputed king of this disco And I never let the mic mic not tie me no more Cause DJ Cool rip up the whole damn flow now I'ma rock around with the greatest of these And swingin' like a man on the fried Chinese And if you don't like it, you grab on these And now I need some help for the ice, so please Jam! Ha! So look at here, check the flavor of the rhythm I wrote And while I get a chance here, let me clear my throat Oh! Have mercy, babe! Ha! I hope they don't let me clear my throat. I need these monitors right here. Music in the monitors. And a gold little something like this here. <laughs> now, if y'all want to party like we do, if y'all want to party like us, let me hear say, ah, 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 ah. All right. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Fuck. <laughs> Doing one of those. Okay. You almost got through four words. Oh. <laughs> Start the outtakes early. Okay. Let's go. Just like last week. I fucked up at the beginning of last week, too. Okay. I was sober last week, however. Um,
Okay, three, two, one. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday, December 15th, welcoming you to episode 15 of the Points Matter Fantasy Podcast. Fuck again. This might be a long episode. It's going to take a while. Okay. Uh, Backstory I I drank a lot of dinner earlier. Uh, Okay. Let's try this again. Fuck. You might have to host. How do I usually start? I say, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode. it's whatever date welcome yeah. to episode whatever okay i don't know why when i was saying it it's joining like, me and you got what are, are you in santa barbara yeah i got something for that i'm, okay, I'm okay. fully prepared for that yes okay yeah yeah we'll get we'll get there okay okay let, let's start again three two one well first of all i am like impressed that you did that work because um i, I continue to believe you couldn't name 20 call you couldn't name 20 there weren't <laughs> fuck i I can't talk. Well done. Uh, well done. Almost. You were almost <laughs> able to rip me there. Almost. Important thing. So transitioning on to our next matchup. Let's, uh, hey, Adam, let's cut it for yeah. a second. I got to move out of Ben's room and I got to take a piss. Okay, cool. I, and you I can I, add I that to I, the outtakes. I think I want to get another, uh, you guys down to hang around for a little while? I want to get another drink. Yeah, I'm good. You good, Chris? You good yeah, for yeah, another course, like hour course. or whatever? Of course, yep. Okay, I'm going to stop recording and then... Uh, Go grab a drink and I'll I'll meet you guys back in like say five to ten. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna move downstairs. Probably like ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. Okay. See you guys back in ten. Okay. For our first time ever, we are gonna unveil labor labors. Labors. We're gonna unveil labia for the first time ever, right here on the pod. No. I'm I'm a champion. I don't know whatever the hell he says. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I'm gonna take another drink real quick. Live. Hold on one second. (laughs) (laughs) that's the end i was gonna say it i was afraid i was gonna get it wrong because the rest of the four you don't care that's good yeah okay i don't give a shit about that make you want me to care about you make the playoffs that's my (laughs) model all right guys good times thanks for joining okay see you guys yeah thanks dave later